Sono qui, Seb, benvenuti al podcast di Magic the Gathering Monster of the Week. Siamo entusiasti di avere voi con noi. Are you out there, Anton? Buongiorno, Seb. I am here. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I, I don't know. We we need to check in with uh, someone that actually can speak the language. That how how we did or how how, how our yeah, Italian. Yeah, we have an Italian guest with us today, so he he can give us some uh, pointers, I guess. No, okay, no. good, good. Because we're doing uh, this is a language session, yes. right? Yeah. For an hour now. No. Uh, last weekend was the Italian Nationals in pre-modern and in old school. The the Chaos Orcs uh, festivities, or whatever they call it. So uh, we're going to do a, a interview with Valerio uh, Maggio. Uh, or Ma- Maggio, or we don't know either. But um, let him have a word and talk about the event and uh, everything. Uh, so that's the outline today. So, mm. Welcome then, Valerio. <laughs> oh, he's here, he's here. Uh, Valerio, welcome to Monster of the Week. Hello, hello. Or should, I should probably say hello, welcome to me. Thank you very much yeah, for having yeah. me. We need... yeah, it's, a, it's a Valerio. Yeah, it's a Valerio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to talk like the Super Mario Brothers oh, yeah. uh, characters. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing, Valerio? That's that's yeah, yeah. incidentally that's the only English I cannot do. That's I I need I should really really pay attention to 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 talk like that and I'm 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 that weird. Yeah. Yeah, you have a very British accent. <laughs> yes, yes. Care to explain this uh, Italian British uh, constitution? I, 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 well, well, I mean, um, that that's the English I can speak. I have no idea how I get that, but now I do live in the UK, so I have an excuse to explain that. So, but yeah. I was sort of speaking this English before moving there, so I, I know. That's the English I learned, probably. But It feels very, yeah. very, so, I feel so. like an aristocrat when I'm sitting here talking to Valerio. <laughs> yeah. I should probably learn to yeah. speak like that as well. This is, this is what, this yeah. is the same Gordon said when, when we, when we <laughs> talked in, in Lou Warden. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. nice. <laughs> It's what water, 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 water. I don't know. I, I, I right, can't. So, really do uh, it. We have our before we go any, any deeper speaking. into our bad Italian accent, English, uh, whatever, um, in the small pond of pre modern podcasts, double bookings mm. happen. Uh, <laughs> so, Valerie, you were recently on uh, Will Hurst's podcast, um, I've Got Questions with Federico. Um, talking, uh, what would come, uh, come up, 
And now you're joining Monster Week to talk what actually happened. So, um, yeah. It... So before the tournament, the nationals. Yes. Yes. So, for the listeners, if they want to check in, we're, we're not going that deeply into the roots of uh, the Italian Nationals and stuff like that, but uh, we're going to maybe do something about it. But if you, if listeners want to hear more about it, they can listen yes. in on that. I guess. Absolutely. Cool. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we're heading into this podcast then, and uh, I actually prepared... Uh, for you, Valerio, since we're not doing any brew that or screw that yes. today, because we have a big, big tournament to mm-hmm. unpack, uh, I, <laughs> I did. Uh, I took help of my my AI bodies again, uh-huh. uh, and I crafted a personality test for you with Magic oh, the Gathering, okay. uh, based on your preferences in Primordial Magic. So. Uh, and I guess Anton, you you can do this also. You can. There's going to be five questions, and the listeners can cool. join in. There's going to be five questions with three A, B, C alternatives. Very interactive. Mm. Uh, and we need to keep track of how many A's, how many B's, and how many C's. We do you have. want me to okay. be a secretary? Yeah, okay. maybe, maybe. So you and yeah. Valerio. Uh, Keep track of how many A's, B's, or C's we have, and then we're gonna have a scoring of uh, if yeah, each category. Okay. Can we win something? Uh, you can win. I don't know. What what should you win? Glory. Uh, you can you can uh, you can uh, w- decide what to, song to end oh, on. Oh, sweet. But uh, but it's not. But you, the scoring is basically <laughs> it's like a personality test. So I don't know how to win. <laughs> That's like going to the to the going going to a therapist and say, <laughs> "What can I win?" <laughs> I'm a maniac. What do I win? <laughs> you d- you, you're uh, you're the judge here, Sam, who won the personality test. Okay. And uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll do that. So okay, uh, I'm going to start now with mm. question one. What's your preferred mana source? A. The serene beauty of basic lands, forests, plains, islands, mountains, swamps. B. The exotic allure of dual lands, or pain lands, maybe we should call them more, uh, in uh, pre modern. Let's see here exactly what we call them. Uh, the exotic allure, versatile lands. Okay. So B. The exotic allure, mm-hmm. versatile lands. Painlands, Fetchlands, Sidobras. C, the mysterious power of artifact mana. Uh, and uh, I guess I, I've, I've din- done some <laughs> editing here. <laughs> Mox Diamond, Lotus Petal, Lion's Eye Diamond. Okay, so A, basic lands. B, uh, Painlands, Fetchlands, Sidobras, you know, stuff like that. Or C, Mox Diamond, Lotus Petal, Lion's Eye Diamond. Let's start with you, Larry. Uh, that's, that's tricky ABC. for me. I am between... Preferred monitor. Yeah, it's uh, myself. I'm between B and C, certainly. But um, mm-hmm. I I would probably go for C. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you no on? brainer. When you when you said artifact mana first, I was like, what do you mean? But uh, Lotus Petal, Lion's Eye Diamond. Yeah, fuck yeah. C definitely. Yeah, yeah. C. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so let's go into question mm-hmm. number two. 
Choose your favorite card type. A. Creature. Vanilla creature or simple abilities. <laughs> B. Enchantment. Bestowing long-lasting effects on the battlefield. Mm. C. Artifact. <laughs> More artifacts, I guess. Machines, gears, and ancient relics. <laughs> okay. You start now, Anton. We'll go back and forth. Uh, yeah, B or C, definitely. But I, I still think C here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same for me. You, Valerio? Yeah. C. Okay, we have three questions to go. Question number three. How do you deal with your opponent's mm. threats? A. Classical removal spells, swords to plowshares, lightning bolt. B. Counter spells. Mo- well, we can't have mana drain. Once again, this <laughs> yeah. is not fully. <laughs> but uh, yeah, counter spell, days, I guess. And we can't have Force of Will either, but counter I mean, Wait, wait. We're, we're actually doing like old school in this episode as well. So like, can, can we pretend that okay, we're okay. actually playing other formats as well in Jesper Modern? <laughs> well, I guess, but but would you read no, 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 anything? No, 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 but you don't like, have to. Would you have, if you could have had the yeah. Jewel Lands? No, 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 no. Question one. It was Moxon you know. and Black Lotus oh, okay. there as well, so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is uh, counterspells yeah. as a general then. Uh, if you're playing old school, probably modern Force of Will. No, not Force of Will then. <laughs> counterspell <laughs> as well. Yeah. Okay. Counterspell. Okay. Or C, Stacks and Lockdown. Winter Orb, Armageddon, RC there. So how do you deal with your opponent's threats? Source, uh, classical removal spells, counter spells, or stacks and lockdown? A, B, C. Uh, Valerio, you start. Um, I think um, I'm... Um, between those three, I think I'm going to go for A... Fuck! You're so boring. I'm I'm definitely an A as well, dude. Valeria, we we <laughs> okay. we have we're yeah. the same. You're gonna you're gonna have the same. Uh, I mean, but, but I mean, the, the, maybe we have the, two the real answer is we go under it. Like we we don't give a shit. We just mm. win through through combo. I guess. Yeah. I, I, I know Valeria is the mm-hmm. same. So I, yeah. I was gonna say yeah. abeyance, but you don't have it in your list. No, <laughs> chain of vapor, I guess, works as well. Like yeah. versatile uh, spot removal. Or anything. Yeah. Mm, maybe maybe that's a sort of yeah. lockdown then. If we had but no, it's part removal. No, yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but the C was stacks and lockdown. I don't know what lockdown would constitute otherwise, but Gaddon was an al- alternative. I wouldn't put abeyance there, maybe. No. No. Let's continue. No. Okay. Question mm. number four. What's your preferred win condition? A Overwhelmed with creatures, go wide strategies. B, combo, assembling specific card combinations for victory. C, control, outlasting opponents and grinding them down. Yeah. Okay, Uh, I think it's your turn. Uh, B, B, combo. Valerio. B, B. oh B. (laughs) Okay, this is the best Uh question, I think. Question number five. What's your favorite expansion set? Mm. You, have all, you, you can't choose from all the expansion sets, but you can choose from these three. A, Alpha Beta, The Roots of Magic. B, Mirage, Exploring New Lands and Mechanics. Or C, Ursa Saga, The Era of Powerful Spells and Artifacts. Uh, it's your turn to start first. Uh, that's easy for me. That's uh, Mirage. I love that mm-hmm. book. It's... It, 
you love love the art or love it? I overall? I I mean I love it because it's a lot of nostalgia for me. That's that that that's a lot of good memories. So yeah, and mm. in fact, one of the things I really want to do are I, it's like try to see if I can make the um, the the very first ever combo deck work in pre modern. Um, mm. Yeah, Prosbloom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So Prosbloom, yeah, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's something we, we've had some of the older combos people have been working on. That's something I haven't seen. No, but that you need a fifth, yet, uh, so. like Cadaverous Blue in your lap for that deck to work. That's an mm-hmm. issue. So, yeah, mm. you need to do the, as we say in Swedish, knätuta, <laughs> the knee yeah, demonic yeah, yeah. tutoring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you put the card in your lap before you start playing yeah. or whatever. Okay. So, uh, it's... Yeah, this is going to be an upset, but basically the same reasoning. The most nostalgic set for me is Ursa Saga. That's when I started playing Magic. And I do play a lot of broken uh, stuff from Ursa Saga in Vintage uh, and in Premodern as well. So, like, definitely C for me here. Um, Yeah, C. Okay, C. So, uh, what are the scoring then? Drum roll. Anton, uh, Valerio has two C's, one A, two B's. Correct. Anton has mm-hmm. three C's, one A, one B. Uh, so your you you your scoring is clear, yes. I guess. You have uh, most. What yeah. was it? C's. C's. So let's start with your scoring mm. then. Hail ancient artificer, your love for artifacts is riveled only by your affection for our ancient relics. You're the type of mage who won't be caught dead with your trust, who won't be caught dead without your trusty Mox Diamond. You might be the envy of your playgroup as your artifacts shine like the treasures of a mythical museum. (laughs) Just be careful not to accidentally summon a golem that cleans your opponent's side of the battlefield. Your artistry should be appreciated, not feared. I thought the personality was going to uh, be like, you're a Johnny or you're a Spike or you're a Timmy or something. But no, no. The, that, that's usually the, that's like the, that, that you, can, you can just check yeah, yeah, that up on you know, okay. the main I'm, ship, a, I'm an artificer, right? okay, cool. And or otherwise you're uh, what's the com spike not spike what's John, Johnny? combo Johnny yeah you can be Johnny Spike or Johnny's Johnny is the combo, combo yeah. so okay uh, but for for uh, fun sake let's say uh, well you're something between the B am, and yeah. C then so I'm gonna read you I'm gonna read you B <laughs> you're the mystic manipulator. <laughs> Ah, the mystic manipulator. You're the kind of wizard who loves the intricate dance of spells and counterspells. Your mind is a well-oiled machine, calculating the perfect moment to unleash your combos. You probably keep a notebook with elaborate flowcharts detailing your master plans. Friends may accuse you of having a PhD in magic, but you don't mind. You're the busy figuring out uh, how to counter their next move. Yeah, Valeria won this. Definitely, that was much cooler. <laughs> <laughs> but you have the shiny yeah, relics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds. Like... I, I would probably come down as a classic conjurer. Mm. That's mm. a, uh, and that's basically a straightforward elegance. 
type of mage who enjoys scenic route, <laughs> appreciated the beauty of a well-timed giant yeah, yeah, growth. That's yeah. <laughs> You're the, a nature lover, and my ideal victory involves a peaceful stroll through the forest. I don't know why, but surrounded by your, my loyal creatures, I might even consider bird watching <laughs> during my opponent's <laughs> turn. <laughs> okay. Careless. Uh, so we ha we 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 have a. Yeah, then we have an ABC here for the podcast, yeah, that, I guess. Not by choice, Valerio. You might as well have been a C there, but... It was the Mirage thing that that tipped yeah. you over to all the cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Indeed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Mirage block has the Lion's High Diamond. So in some sense, it makes, you know, it's uh, ticking all the boxes, um, but still... Yeah, but the Ursa do does not have, like, what, to learn Academy, Yagat's yeah. Will, Replenish, yeah. Bargain, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my god. Yeah, you have more bans in your <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. set, I guess, Anton, yeah. But, Valer, do you, do you started around Mirage then? I did, yeah. And did did you buy a lot of packs, or did you... There were starters also, right? Started packs yeah, no, Mirage, the very, the very first... The, the very first ever... Wizard of the Coast product I bought uh, when I was a kid was a uh, was a Mirage um, uh, deck. I think it was sixty cards um, deck box. It was a deck box, and okay. I actually found a Lionside Diamond in it. And at the time, it was like, okay, I know <laughs> Black Lotus, but what is this? How can I use yeah. this? So it wasn't <laughs> useful that at the time. But I, I still I still have that card um, for some reason. You do? I, I, I saved oh, it. Oh shit. Um, hmm. And and yeah, that's cool. And that's that's, cool. that's in, in my collection. Was it was it no, Italian no, no, or? I, I don't think they they did Mirage in Italian. It was in only in English. Mm -hmm. I think I may be wrong there, but um, the 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 yeah. one I was thinking was like definitely definitely English. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I haven't seen that many Italian. We have to ask all on the so it with all the semi pimp uh, yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, an Italian master craft. Okay, so uh, and uh, Anton, I might, might as well ask you, do you what, what were your first packs of uh, magic yeah, products? Uh, like regular boosters. So you, yeah, no. boosters. <clears throat> so because that's that's how I also feel. Have a fond feeling of like, you know, opening the packs, getting scrambling together some coins to get another pack trading them don't not really knowing what they do but i started around revise no, so yeah. i'm, yeah, I'm more old school than you guys but yeah. it kind of like defined the, i remember i got like our gothian worm and endless worm so it's a lot like oh cool big green worms i'm gonna play those mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I don't remember really. I remember having like a demonic mm. horde and stuff like that, but everyone, I was around maybe 10 or something, maybe, mm. yeah. I guess. How, how old were you guys when you started ten. playing? Uh, yeah, I think it was like 10, 12. Yeah. Mm. So that's when you start. And uh, as a rule, when you're 30 something, you go back to what you did. <laughs> <laughs> when you were 10 uh, or 12 or something older people collect stamps exactly. in our uh, other generations before us or do the trains you know whatever <laughs> but 
we play magic yeah, have you done any magic breaks valerio or have you kept it up i i did actually and uh i was gonna say um uh, i mean this is not about me but more about the event but um it's it's an, an actual fun fact of of myself playing magic um again mm-hmm. um it i i had a stop when i when i went to university i didn't have the time really to keep up with the with the new thing and i left my my play group and so i stopped playing essentially i even got rid of most of my cards i only had uh, a couple of decks with some spares lines of diamond included by the way but and um and and then one day um my wife asked me saw the deck box in in uh, on, on a bookshelf and asked me is that a magic the gathering deck and i said yes can you teach me to play one one once and oh. i did and that was the time cool. i i started playing again so <laughs> mm-hmm. so are you still playing with your wife uh, as well yeah sometimes um cool I mean, and she she really loves dandan game by the way so she's she's more like um she she doesn't really get exactly the idea of um of having your own deck um she has her own deck but um she well she's certainly not attached to the game like i am um because yeah. because of nostalgia thing but yeah. um this is this is how explain explain for the listeners the dandan yeah the dandan dandan is is, um and i think inyaki made the pre-modern version this is the the version i i may i play uh, sometimes at at home um it's like one deck uh 100 cards i think um of of um um with and and the deck is essentially um centered around this creature the dandan creature which is a very weird Mm. creature uh it's like uh, 4-1, and if you don't control island, you have to bury it. Um, if the opponent doesn't control island, you can attack. You cannot attack. Um, no. And so the deck is essentially built around this idea of like stealing the Dandan from your opponent or uh, using things like encounter with memory lapse. And so it, it, it becomes top deck. Oh, something I should mention, by the way. It's a unique deck of cards that the, the two players share. So yeah. everyone draws yeah. fr- uh, drew from um, draws from the same deck. So it's it's essentially that kind of game, and you have many ways to win. It's mm. like attacking with Dandan, uh, milling your opponent uh, because you have also some some trickery there. Uh, or and and cards like the Vision Charm is is like tremendous there because it's not just like milling or like uh, well, there's no artifact in the list I play. But uh, you can change the basic land type, and so you're essentially yeah. you're essentially blocking the dandan. This sort of things. <laughs> it's like a different lines nice. in that deck. It's very nice. And mm. and so going back to the history of of like well, not history, like my story in, in uh, into getting back to Magic the Gathering. It's like I when I started, um, I had no clue whatsoever on what was the status of the game. So I looked at the new sets. And what I what I I, sh- I definitely knew was like I wanted to play the kind of game I used to play, uh, and mm. I had a look at vintage in the me in the in the beginning, like understanding the new cards plus the old ones, and then at some point I ended up on premodernmagic.com. Uh, I don't even remember how I did it, but I, I found out online or something like that. And when I realized how the uh, you know the format, the cards, the the, the card sets, and the, the 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 card pool, I was like, mm. okay. This is the game I want to play, and and, and what, what and, year is this? I think this, you... uh, I think it's I started two thousand nineteen. 
or okay. 18 yeah. end of 18 19 so huh? um i i started looking around looking at what you guys were doing uh online of uh, the streams i remember myself watching the the stream from the the first um during i think it was lockdown uh for the easter championship that was amazing yeah um, yeah 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 Cool. Uh, and yeah so this is how i i got and 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 of course um all the all, everything uh gordon and the wakwa crew did um uh in uh, during during that time was was tremendous uh because i i really uh got more and more into into the formats like old school and pre-modern in particular so yeah. uh for old school i still think i have lots to learn uh because i don't play old school that much but pre-modern that's my uh, what i consider my main on the main format mm. so um i i i yeah. really like that yeah so that's that's, mm. that's very short story of me going back to magic going into yep. pre-modern yeah. overall when did you yeah. start organizing stuff well i did last year and uh it was it was like very uh volunteering kind of effort because it's like um oh. we we had we had a group on whatsapp of a few a few of us uh playing together uh oh. and someone was starting to uh you know to to say okay we should probably organize this tournament and blah 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 and at the time there were like two two people and it was lorenzo and and, and jamma uh yeah. and 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 I said, if you guys want, I I am happy to help. I I would love I would love to to give you. Um, I mean, I've I've been helping out to organizing all the kind of events uh, from from other communities. Um, I do work in IT, and in particular, I do um, yeah. work in in open source, and I'm very um, you know um, uh, um, well known in uh, the uh, Python community, especially the European one. And yeah. uh, I've been organizing. There's a Python community. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not the snake though. It's like the programming language. <laughs> no, no, no. no I, I just to clarify like for the, the listeners. I didn't know that was a whole community <laughs> of coding. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, and and all these these Python conferences, they they they're all volunteering uh, work. It's like mm. uh, we do this for for the community, for the sake of community, for for the only for the spirit mm. of gathering, and um, and we're talking. Yeah way different numbers like um so mm, the 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 tournament we had like around 100 people the tournament we have in italy for example for bike in italy it's uh, it's like uh 700 800 people so that's oh, the shit. kind of number okay. we have yeah. and and so i had this experience and i said i can contribute i can give you my um expertise or like uh support mm -hmm. uh and in the end i'm i'm the guy who 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 does the it kind of side of things um in the end mm -hmm. yeah um because that's that's where i where i can i think i can contribute the most and um this is how we got into that mm -hmm. so yeah last year. and and you're pretty good at english yeah. also that oh, really yeah. helps for yeah, us yeah okay uh, I, I'm not. I'm not gonna put down the Italians, but uh, it can be hard to have uh, some of them on because they're not that great at English, and that's why I'm so confident in doing my introduction. <laughs> I mean, you did my an fake amazing Italian because you none of none of those who would take offense would listen to it. <laughs> no, no. I mean, you, you guys did an amazing job in the in, the, in, in speaking Italian. By the way, I should say that. Uh. No, okay. 
Lyckliga gatan, du finns inte mer Du har försvunnit med hela kvarter Tystnat har leken, tystnat har sången Högt över marken, svävar betongen När jag kom åter var allt så förändrat Trampat och skövlat, fördärvat och skändat But yeah, I remember Valerian when you reached out uh, like first time we talked. It was mm-hmm. you basically reaching out a hand to help uh, organize IT stuff for. I think it was like Tolaria Open mm-hmm. that we did after Easter Champ when Tolaria crashed and whatever. But like I remember you specifically reached out and like, do you guys need help at any time? Like I'm here, so pretty cool that um, like for the listeners, like if you're interested in organizing, like. You come a long way by just sending a mail to to another organizer, and uh, yeah, it's cool to see that. So mm-hmm. your your first pre-modern tournament organization uh, organizer experience is the Italian Nationals. It is, yeah, 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 yeah. Lost, that's uh, a yeah, you, you ago, really but... went big. <clears throat> yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Go yeah, big yeah, or right. go home. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, my attitude and this this attitude is basically shared uh, with everyone involved in the organization last year and this year in particular. Hmm. Um, we we try our best and uh, we're moved by the fact we all are really believe in 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 having in like in trying to build a community around the format and not the other around. Um, and so mm-hmm. it's. Um, We, we try. We, we start with the with, with the assumption that the oh, things can always be improved, and we try to learn from you know from from things happening uh, all the time, so that we can improve and make it better the next the next time. But um, in the end, we really want to make a good job to 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 have people having fun. That's the main that's the main purpose. And I think this is one of the yeah. things I want to talk about for late later when we talk about the, what happened this year. Because yeah. that was in my in my personal ranking, that's on the the top three things happening this year. And we had lots of people saying we had lots of fun. The atmosphere during the tournament was was really relaxed. We had some, uh, you know, of course you have nudity. No, no, that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I can, you, you never know. But someone uh, broke the spaghetti in half and like. <laughs> Chaos. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, that's a good idea for next year. Someone wanted a regular coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for Italians, regular coffee is is always espresso. I mean, it doesn't make sense uh, for us. Yeah, exactly. Any, anything else? <laughs> no, but sorry. You, you, uh, may, maybe we should like because we're we're going into that. Uh, you're you're talking about it brief, mm-hmm. basically. Uh, what we want to. Uh, get into I guess is uh, like we're talking about the Italian nationals overall and I would just like to mention that uh, that's actually where the first I would say major uh, pre-modern tournament were like the Fish Fever Oil Cup and stuff like that Anton right in old school you Uh, mean no I think uh, like yeah sure old school but that's also internationally Where Berlin had his <coughs> biggest first uh, pre-modern showdown. Yeah, the, the, Euro, the first Euros was in Italy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's a great, great community uh, overall. Um, yeah. And 
I don't, but did were there nationals back then also? We, we, we did have the Swedish nationals. Uh, when did the uh, Italian nationals start? Uh, whatever, I know? have no idea. Actually, I think it was before I started. <laughs> I started getting involved. So okay, um, yeah. Sorry, I can't be more precise. The only thing I know is like we organized that last year yeah. and and this year too. Mm. So mm. yeah, I feel I feel like most European pre-modern nationals like really. <clears throat> came about after the pandemic. Uh, mm -hmm. There were some countries mm -hmm. absolutely that, that had nationals in pre-modern before the pandemic, but like 2022, then like every country has it now. And that's awesome. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Mm. So there, and there's a great, what would you call it? Like there's a roots movement that goes between old school yeah. and pre-modern. And that's how basically how it started, but now it's more uh, pre-modern stands by itself mm -hmm. more, I mm -hmm. would say, uh, and that goes especially for Italy. Italy, Italy stands out a lot uh, in pre-modern. Uh, so how has it evolved from last year, would you say, Valerio? You, you were organizing mm -hmm. it last year. What were your takes from then going into so this year? So I, I think, I think uh, we had lots of novelties and lots of things we changed uh, from last year. Uh, and uh, I, I just want to say this uh, loud and clear. I'm the one speaking here, but certainly what we did uh, <laughs> is not like a one-man job. It's it's a team effort, and uh, and this is one of the things we we, we, we we made better this year because it's like the crew of, of people helping out um, increased. So we were more people involved in the in the community. Uh, sorry, more people involved in the organization, and so we could do more essentially and we started with the idea of making a different event from last year and uh, probably a bigger event uh, but the idea of the size of the event is not important wasn't re wasn't really important for us it was more like the formula we wanted to try and mm. last year we had one day pre-modern national um and we had lots of players we had 109 players uh for one yeah. for one day and it was huge uh was like beyond expectations for us uh and we we like we it was our first experience at least speaking for the organizing team um mm. it was first experience for us to understand a little bit how the community in italy was um oriented uh, about the format and their background and mm. like their 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 version of magic because uh, especially for, 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 for myself and, and Jama, we've been, we've been exposed to the many amazing tournaments all the communities in Europe are, are doing. So like yeah. uh, uh, Uden Troll Cup on the very top. And I, I think I said this on stream, I repeat it again. Uh, the Uden Troll Cup for us um, was really inspirational because that's the kind of tournament and... It's not just the t tournament, but more like the atmosphere and, sure. you know, the kind of experience you get from, from the, the tournament that we were uh, aspiring to and inspiring from. So um, that's what we changed for this year. We said we've had so much fun playing old school and, and, and yeah. reaching out to the old school community. Why don't we try to do something similar in Italy as well? And... And so this is how the idea started, uh, like trying to make the main national pre-modern and then a, a, like a second day in which old school can also be present. But, stop here. Was the old school, was that also the nationals or was it just like a big old school event or 
I mean, the old school, um, the, we, we call it Italian nationals. Um, yep. yep. It, come, yeah, I mean, I cannot really uh, speak in, um, I cannot really relate about the old school Italian community because I'm not really involved into it. Um, yep. But we have some, we have someone in the organization who did, who did that. And, but to, yep. to my, to my understanding, to my understanding, the old school Italian community is like, you know, um, spread around our different groups and um, def definitely something we would like to do better next year is try to like, you know, are having more people if they're willing to, of course, uh, more mm. people involved in trying to make it a real national, uh, like having them because every single group, old you know, school. yeah, I'm talking old school. Um, yeah. Every single group in Italy doing old school, they're doing their own way, and, and that's that's totally fine, and then totally totally uh, makes sense. Okay, is that how it is? Yeah, yeah, because I mean, obviously, you guys, Yama, you and uh, Andy, whatever, like you, you are pretty modern Italy for sure. Yeah. So, but like I, I. Since I'm also an old school player, I know Italy is like, it's it has a big scene in, in Italy as well. So I'm, I and I have no idea who's like the the main principal of Italian old school. Uh, and if you cooperated or like, yeah. So yeah. that that's why I ask. But yeah, and that's that's a very a fair point. Um, so in in the organization team, we have Daniele Morri, who's um, I think he's yeah. having his own um group. It's called um. Order of the Orb, and um, this is this is um, his own um, like um, league, I, I, I think, um, of old yep. school. And he, he the crew, the yeah, I, guess. I think I think that's more appropriate. Yeah. And and essentially, he yeah. was the one doing like the get together for old yeah. School, yeah. the players and and covering the old school bit. So, and mm. and this is this is mm. exactly the theme work I was mentioning. I mean. Um, for us, uh, I mean, we're nobody in the uh, we're, well. I mean, we're nobody in in in, in pre-modern community. I think we, we, at least we're known a little bit in pre-modern in the European side. I'm talking Jama and I, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the old school, like nobody knows, especially me. I mean, I didn't play old school, um, yeah. and and so the the only times I did was like for fun. I went to the finish. I played the tournament there. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it was amazing. I mean, I mean, Anti destroyed me with this terrible deck, but um, I was <laughs> I was merely playing a disc control. But um, he went to abyss and all of that, and he was like, so <laughs> sorry. It was uh, it was feeling sorry about destroying me to the bits, but it was very fun. <laughs> uh. And and so yeah, I mean, we had we needed someone, someone else to to if we wanted to do that, we need someone else to also cover that. Um, mm. And this is the teamwork I meant. But it's not just that. I mean, there are plenty of of things um, we did uh, this year. So on 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 um, on top of things, we had uh, for the first time um, artists, two artists uh, guests for our tournament. Yeah. They were Italians and they, they did altar altar cards and they're like uh, they're amazing. They've been they've been amazing all the time. Uh, they've um, I, I want to shout out uh, them publicly because they've been absolutely fantastic for the they stayed with us for the mm -hmm. two days for the whole weekend. Um, uh, and you can you can see nice. uh, and they also contributed to the prices as well with altered cards. Um, yeah. They have uh, uh, 
and they've been they've been they've been invited like with very short notice because this this year we did lots of very uh, rushed in doing lots of things and uh they accepted mm. um and they stayed with us and we had all lots of fun and and mm. i'm very very happy that they <laughs> you're making it sound like you did some horrible things with them. <laughs> they accepted <laughs> finally no, no, to, be, to be honest it wasn't that that difficult I mean. we had some demands <laughs> no no not at all that was that was absolutely but, amazing but so uh, we're we're uh, we're talking generally about like yes. this year, I guess. Uh, talk us through how, how how many players did you? And let's start with pre-modern yeah. then, uh, and keep that. Uh, but you ha- are, is it the same venue as last year? And uh, how many players are you usually now from? So last year we and had like our venue is the same. Our city is the same. Uh, we ha- it's Bologna again, and it's been uh, the same venue from last year. And um, <coughs> for pre-modern this year, we had 90 players um, uh, officially playing. I think a little bit more, uh, a little bit less. Uh, we had a, uh, a couple of. Uh, I think we have uh, five five people no show. Um, so there was slightly more than 80 uh, players. In but that, that's the that's the perfect number seven rounds and like everyone who goes yeah. five one one will go to top eight basically Esa- so like, essentially yeah uh, yeah yeah although although i have to say that um uh, angie this year was like a six one zero something like that i mean he, he made oh. it to the top eight top eight and defeated so uh, yeah yeah we, we could probably talk about that because there's a funny story yeah, about yeah. around it but um and yeah, so this is this this is the number for pre-modern and for old school we had a total of uh, I think a, a twenty uh, thirty players. In the end, they were like twenty uh, six, twenty seven. So that was the the numbers. Yeah. And we also had another small um, pre-modern main the next the next day. So. Uh, and that that was the day in which I could I could play some some magic, <laughs> because I was I wasn't I wasn't doing the coverage for the stream for an old school and I wasn't doing anything. It's just like uh, hanging. Yeah, you were a, you were a busy man on the Saturday. I was I was pretty busy Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, and yeah, that on on top of things we can improve uh, is certainly having a better location for stream because there was a bit noise I think, um, but. Uh, I think it was fine. It was a bit the glare yeah. and stuff like that, but that's the uh, like no one really cares. It's stuff that you want to improve, <laughs> and it's good to have. Uh, like I, I watched through the stream and I didn't really. There were some instances of like you couldn't really see what people wrote down <laughs> on their meddling mages and stuff like that. Does it does it really matter? Yeah, it's fine. No one expects like. Studio quality, anyhow, but it's great that you and that's yeah. the Gordon way, also just like keep on <laughs> trying to only focusing on the problems, <laughs> not like looking at it as a whole. It was a great experience yeah. to watch as a yeah, viewer, thank you very least. much. I mean, uh, this is the, the feedback I got, I got from many people as well, and I'm really, really happy. And and I, I when I did it, I felt like it was already better than what we did last year and i think last year was amazing because of the many the many uh commentators we had and, and you both uh were there and you helped out in reaching out to other people in the community this year as well so thank you publicly yeah yeah yeah, yeah thanks that. but that, that's so f- so much fun to do actually 
Uh, yeah, I think that's a really yeah. cool concept uh, of having like remote uh, uh, commentating. It feels a bit professional in that sense, right? Yeah, yeah I think so too. Like, like having some known yeah, community like, members like jump in on. Yeah. Because that's usually how wizards and other like this, whoever does it, uh, they have like a yeah. booth, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> and the, if, if doing it remote kind of brings up the the booth feeling yeah. in a yeah, sense. Sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah, no, that was that was lots of fun. Um, lots it, of lots of work, but uh, it's really worth it. And I think having remote mm -hmm. guests or whatever, uh, commentators, they're also more like present regarding what's going on on the screen, like what all, all the viewers are looking at. Uh, I'm, I'm just talking from the perspective of an old school player. <laughs> That's usually like <laughs> drunk people sitting in front of the screen, but just like regarding what's going on in the room. Uh, rather than actually looking at the screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, could, and going back to what you talked about, it's a bit noisy, but that's noisy. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. I mean, I think I think uh, during the um, I helped out Gordon during the the Dutch Nationals, and I think um, that was lovely. Anton and I uh, talked, I think, in chat or something. That was like. The two of us were really into talking magic and not talking drunk. <laughs> yeah. So we really want to make it commentary mm -hmm. on, on the game. And yeah, that, that, was, that was fun. Yeah. You, usually when me and Gordon does stuff uh, like we try to do, uh, it's like okay. He, he always tells me it's like okay. You do the play by play. Okay. Yeah, because <laughs> we know. We, we, of we course, know. Yeah. Like you, Valerio, he needs to keep uh, in check the tech, and that's a big, big deal, of course. But while he records and stuff, he usually likes to relax and maybe not go <laughs> dig into like what's going on on the screen next play. But going back to what I watched, at least uh, I thought it went Brilliant. smoothly. Uh, we did catch some great mm -hmm. games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, before we got dive into like the brews and all the cool, I, I saw, s I ordered a bunch of stuff after <laughs> just looking at the stream. That's usually yeah. what you do as a magic player, I guess. Like, oh, I need to play that. And I need those cards. But um, maybe we should mention, we talked about a bit about the venue, the, like how it differed from last year's, but you had some cool. But tell us about the prices, and you mm -hmm. had some, uh, like a pre-modern yes. hero. What's that? Uh, What's sorry, that about? Uh, this is another thing we did different from last year, and I'm I'm very happy with what we have. Um, ha we, like we all the ideas we come up with. Um, so last year the prices were all about cards. So we had um, we had like uh, top eight cards uh, and also play mats. This is this is talking mm. 2022. We had prices only for top eight players, but one a different category, which is the pre-modern hero, which I'm going to explain in a second. We had it all to last year. So pre-modern hero for us was and is the um, last <laughs> scoring player after the the seven round of Swiss uh, without dropping. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. You need to play you it. Need out. To play, That's the old school way you also. need to play yeah. till the very end. That's the idea. 
And so yeah. you've been the hero. And last year was the playmat for uh, with humility on it. Uh, so you know, oh, you've sweet. been yeah, you've yeah. been humble mm. in playing yeah, it. Yeah. Very, yeah. <laughs> um, and so we really love the concept. Uh, but what we didn't like, you know, again, in learning from from what you do and make it better. At least this is our way to make it better. We we thought mm. we should we should improve on um, uh, we should improve on that on that side. Um, this year we, 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 we took a complete different approach for prices. Um, well, we had, we had the, the cards for the top eight, uh, and the, the way in which we organized the, the prices were more like trying to give people, and this was also last year idea. And, and, and to be fair, this is, this is Jammer's idea. So I want to, um, I, I want to, uh, talking about prices, I want to give shout outs to, to all the fellow organizers because this. I mean, I really love the team we had this year. Um, so um, the prices for cards... We already concluded that no other Italians speak English, Valerio. So you can just take yeah, all I, the I, credit. I, I even yourself. asked Jama, is, is it fine if we ask Valerio? And he's like, yeah, Valerio, we will be perfect. So like, he, he's a humble guy, man. We, we know you're a team. So you don't have to acknowledge everyone of every like, sentence you're going to read. Yeah, okay. but this, okay. is just, this is just for them to say I love them. But... Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and it, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, uh, yeah, many things that I, I can mention. I mean, um, yeah, but I, I will mention in the end one very tiny thing, uh, which was cool. Um, yeah, and so I <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, of course. But <laughs> uh, you know, but uh, so the, the the cards were not just r like random cards, but they can essentially bootstrap some famous archetype. So at least they, 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 in our idea, there were cards they can play. And we had some, uh, we had a took of, uh, you know, some archetypes, very popular elves or stifle knot, this, this sort of things. <coughs> Excuse me, but, <coughs> but uh, this you should, <laughs> this you cut, cut out. But um, um, <laughs> the... I'm going to keep that in the <laughs> shop, but I'm going to cut all okay, the names out. Um, but uh, what we thought, like, giving only card prices was, like, we're probably giving the community the, the, the sort of the wrong message, uh, as in, you, you should come to the tournament. Uh, even if, if we had the pre-modern hero, yes, fine. But it's, like, we're probably signaling the community the wrong messages, like... You should come to this tournament if you want to win the prize and if you like the prizes. If you don't, you should probably don't come to the tournament and play. And that's exactly the only thing we didn't want to do. Uh, and so we started with a different kind of approach. Um, like instead of making it completely memorabilia prizes like European champs and I, I mean, uh, or the Uten Troll Cups, um, mm. we this year we took like the middle the middle ground so we had some card prices but in retrospect i promise you those were the the least interesting prices at least for at least <laughs> that was my impression for for from the outside um I yeah mean, but you had so many cool uh, other prices we'll come yes, to them but yeah exa yeah, yeah exactly yeah, 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 yeah. so okay yeah. so first off of course we are the pre-modern hero and that's mm. um that's the thing so and and the pre-modern hero won a a um uh, an orchis settlers art uh signed by peter ventus and that was donated yeah. by jama directly was it plain no no it was or... like the the the, the print okay, yeah, print. Thank you. the print 
That was the print. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Jama mm. got it from from Peter Venters at the Eurochamps, and he brought it exactly to make it a price yeah. at, uh, at, the, at the nationals. Mm, that's great. Uh, I've collected some of those for that. That's for for you, Valerio, and other organizers. It's great when going to, as you mentioned, Youth and Troll Cup and meeting mm. artists. Just buy a bunch of uh, prints and get them to sign them. That's so good. Yeah, that's exactly. also why the artists will come. Like if we don't buy stuff, they will stop coming. So like it's a win-win situation Indeed, uh, yeah. for everyone because yeah. having artists on site is, it, it elevates the atmosphere and the whole thing so much in my opinion. Yeah. But yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, um, no, that I totally agree. That's the Orcus. Orcish settlers. Print. Yeah, that's for the that's, pre-modern uh, era. Then we had, uh, mm. then we had um, uh, the uh, c- category for best brew. Um, best brew. Mm. We had actually two uh, an exequo there, so we had two best brew uh, prices. Is, is that equivalent to like spice price, or is it just like best brew, like an idea, or what? what? So I think we the we we, we wanted to. Um, we wanted to uh, give a prize to someone who played like the most original deck, like the best brew yeah. in the sense, like not the uh, off the shelf stock list kind of kind yeah. of uh, okay. list, but mo- most original. This is what we, we, we thought yeah. was the best brew. And we gave it to two our players. So we had actually two uh, winners and um, the prize there was a playmat. And was a was a was a playmat um, created by two fellow organizers, and it was like it's on the website. It's like the Cow Sorks menu. Um, yeah, it's it, it, it looked like <laughs> uh, I, I mean, it, it it was absolutely amazing. It was like uh, like it looked like a, a menu like from from a Little Italy restaurant, you know, from New York, that that kind of style. And I think the only thing we uh, we were missing on that menu was like some some. Uh, um, tomato sauce stains on top of it because that, that uh, but be... it, it was basically a, a pun fest or like dad jokes uh, exactly uh, it's a full, yeah, of, yeah. <laughs> full of full of dad jokes uh, like <laughs> uh, it was a menu of archetypes made it like sounded like meals or drinks like yeah. long snow covered islands and um, tiramitsu the sort yeah, of things tiramitsu is so yes good, yeah. uh, that was <laughs> the favorite That's and nice. so they won that uh, yeah. and then um I, I want to mention before we go into another price here that you should start giving out like they do in old school. Me personally, I've uh, gotten a uh, ragman, like the oh, card nice. ragman. Like you do in old school, you get a shark if you win and you get a ragman if you lose, <laughs> if you if you play through the. And you should start giving out like the Benelish hero or something. I don't know. Uh, what, what are the hero but cards? Or, you have but a signed Orcish settler print is a pretty good ragman prize. <laughs> no, no, I'm like. Ah, additionally, okay. there should be a signed card for that they can have as a cyber mm. card. Additionally to the fifteenth oh, card. Sweet. So if you go, if you if you go lost and play to the lost in your tournaments. You can play with a Benelish hero as your 16th oh, I see. Okay. card or something. That's, cool. that's pretty that's sweet. Sign. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's. It's nice to have uh, like some uh, like people mm-hmm. can sign mm-hmm. or whatever. Like your lost opponent or yeah. someone can. Yeah, I love that. Th- that's an amazing okay, idea. Sorry. I will. I will definitely um, take a note. Um, um, yeah. So. Going back to prizes. Uh, so we we covered the best brew. Uh, we had another. 
um, another category, which was the most, um, we call it, to, to, be, to be honest, that was improvised on the spot because we, we um, the deck list, we received it like essentially the day before, the, very, the same day. Yeah. So we couldn't really go through all of it. So we couldn't have this idea. But we, we saw this deck and I was like, okay, we should give a prize to this guy because it's amazing. And uh, we call it the most funky deck or something, but uh, the, mm -hmm. the most, most original name, deck name, that was really, really cool, essentially. And uh, it was um, the, this player, uh, it was a Merfolk deck. Uh, it was called the Maritime Republic of Amalfish. <laughs> so <laughs> it was amazing. Interesting. Nice. Raffaele played this deck even last year. And so it's a Merfolk player for twice or for two times in a row. And I mean, uh, and it, we, we should give him a public shout out. And he actually got one of the altered card we got from Cox, one of the guests uh, artists. Mm -hmm. Uh, it was a. Did you say Cox or Crocs? It Cox. His Cox. Uh, yes, a C O X. Okay. I think he was like yeah. is is um, uh, is um alias uh, professional alias. Oh. Um, he's actually a, ma a magic player, and we had we had we, we jammed some game on on Sunday together, and we um, um and he's a very de decent guy. Um, yeah. and the he made two altars for pre-modern and old school. Um, in in the pre so this year we had you know the archish a very Italian stereotype kind of uh, archish uh, in in pre modern, and mm -hmm. um, so the altar he made for pre modern was a, a dark ritual, uh, like okay. yep. slamming a pizza. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, you showed it on stream. That was amazing. That yeah. was brilliant. And and for old school, that was a lightning bolt with with a chaos of like a spaghetti monster. So oh, like yeah. spitting yeah. spaghetti and and meatballs. That was that was super cool. And um and and that's that's another price. Um, I, I love I, I love when you add stereotypical things to your event, like especially when it's at nationals. Like I yeah. I, I think it's fantastic. But yeah, yeah, and. Uh, we, we, I think we're coming more and more into terms what people want and would like. We haven't discussed the food yet, but that's also a thing we usually do. Yeah, did nowadays, you have food? Right? Yep. Have um, the food wasn't... Dr Bolognese? Yes. Platan, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clearly, yeah. Clearly, no. from uh, uh, Bologna, yeah. I mean, Italian I mean, Bolognese. Um, the Bologna is, in my personal opinion, um, um, among the cities where you can have the best Italian food in general. And that's like told by an Italian so you can you can trust me on that um, but um, so we didn't cover the food in the organization um, so in the co in the organizational costs but um, yes. but they we had the venue had some um, uh, um, a little restaurants and, a, and like you can get panini nice. if you want or like even like a small bite um, yeah uh, so mm. That that was that was good. So you didn't have to leave to to, to grab some food. That's that's what can, we, we thought. Can can I yes stop in here for a minute? Like, I I love. I mean, I know you guys, and we see each other around on other events like uh, international events. But it, it's fun to see how many, uh, like big organizer, like we're having the same view basically. Like there's this discussion about prices and last year was a lot of like okay too low prices and then this year was like in new york it was too high prices and like should it be food and you're talking about too yeah, expensive yeah no no more uh, that like, like uh, 
spike yeah exactly that you have so much prize okay. money and you have a, a steep like entrance fee because of that because people okay. want to play for, uh, for money basically and mm-hmm. compared mm-hmm. to last year's euros where there were uh, a bit less and uh, whatever but like food and uh, artists and like making it a whole weekend so people come for the festivities and more social activities and like i feel like we're reaching the same side of the table, a lot of like bigger organizers now in Europe, at least. But and that, and that's fun. It, mm. it warms my heart. Yeah, same, same. Yeah, it's it's it should be an event yeah. of some yeah. sort, right? It should be a venue. It shouldn't be like uh, we had with like in Wizards, we've had GPs and like the more then you can play those and the whatever you can just sit in any table yep. and play it and be like strict on mm-hmm. rules and whatever but um having like meetups and the event and the yeah. food <laughs> and yeah. the beverages yeah. and whatever but uh, regarding that did you have a like did you need a judge or anything yeah uh, for... thanks for asking actually that's uh that's another nice thing uh we had this year uh so yes we had judges uh we had two yeah. judges plus a third uh judge so this friend of mine who i met um at a conference you need a third no, judge no no, no, no. <laughs> we need to bring in another <laughs> no, one we actually don't don't really need it but um uh, the, the, no, the reason I why i'm mentioning this is um i was at this conference for work and in in basel and i in, in switzerland and i was like uh, i was making my talk and in the beginning i introduced myself and also said in my spare time, I play Magic the Gathering. So if you want, uh, if you, if you, because I mean, it was an a, a IT audience. What was the chance of not meeting someone uh, playing yeah. playing Magic? Mm. And yeah. actually, I actually <laughs> did. So like after my talk, <laughs> this guy came to me, and um, and his name uh, is Milton, and is it was like. I actually play Magic the Gathering. And, and to be honest, I'm actually a judge. Oh, wow. <laughs> and Sweet. so, and okay. so awesome. long story short, <laughs> he, 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 I, mm. I, I mentioned to him this year about the event and I said, uh, you're invited. I would like you, you, you to come if you want to as a player, as a, uh, I mean, as a judge, if you want to. And I said, I can, I can come help you with judge. And, and this is what he did. Uh, came all the, all the way down from Switzerland yeah. to Italy at his own cost mm. and uh, like volunteering uh, and having fun with us for the yeah. whole weekend. And I'm, I'm very grateful uh, because um, yeah. and, and, and he also like uh, spoke English. So it's like covering yeah, nice. the English side of things. <laughs> but I mean, to be real, like pre-modern, the pre-modern format, the bigger tournaments, we need judges. There are some very intricate mm. Judge rulings that will happen during a like seven round Swiss. Uh, that's just it. I mean, old school can live without it because it's very more basic, but pre modern isn't. Yeah, but, but like that's also a steep yeah. learning curve. Uh, like going into old school, you played old school last year, whatever, or was it when you went to mm-hmm. Finland? Yeah, I did. But it's like for me, it was kind of weird going back into magic and then going into whatever uh, spiky sphere yeah. that I went ventured into having judges around and then you're going to old school and people was like I remember being really angry about something that someone did and was like expressing like <laughs> just like I, I'm, I'm like the meme from Pulp Fiction 
where, where it's just like I, I'm just standing there and like who I I can't do anything <laughs> about anything because <laughs> and, and I remember uh, like asking uh, just like looking at other players that sit in there and I was like huh <laughs> there was just like ha, that sucks. <laughs> so, so no one re- that that should that's the rule for old school that no one really mm. cares. Uh, but but they want to do good yeah. or whatever, and everyone just want to have a good time. And that's also something that's your. It's a it's a thin line mm-hmm. you're walking on uh, in these type of formats. The formats are not set per se. The meta is changing. It's a big, uh, pre-modern mm. especially. There's so many cards you can play, but there's there can be spiky players. There should be room yeah, for, for spiky sure. players, but there should be room for players that just want to <coughs> dress up and be a pirate uh-huh. and play <laughs> pirate yes. deck or whatever. Also, uh, and there should be like there should be mm-hmm. a gathering, and there should be a venue and all all this that we're talking about. But there, it's really good to have you just to to so, someone to turn to. Yeah, but like because of, because yeah, of but the j- just like pre-modern stuff. has like full English breakfast. Yeah. it is deck sick with like mm. unintuitive mm. rulings. It has humility and opalescence. Yeah. Like these things happens and, exactly. in every tournament. So like. Yeah. Uh, even if you're a spike or a team or a noob or like a season player, like we we still have mm. rules to abide to. So having a judge, yeah. I I feel like is worth a whole lot more than the like what hundred euros it costs for them to or or cover to for us to cover them. But yeah, yeah, exactly. I I've started to look up rules on Gatherer that just for fun, like the weirdest rulings, and usually they're. It's like Lion's Eye mm. Diamond. Uh, it's oh, just yeah. <laughs> like, this is weird. <laughs> like, they, they actually yeah. print that out <laughs> as a ruling. But it, people, <laughs> it's, a, it's a monosource, but you give priority. I know, it's weird. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's an actual ruling. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not easy. Sarà perché ti amo, è un'emozione che cresce piano piano, stringimi forte e stammi più vicino, se ci sto bene.
we, we derailed here. Uh, Sidetracked. Uh, sorry. Yeah, yeah we've yeah, been yeah, derailing yeah, yeah. a long while. Well. I think I think this was a perfect. This was yeah. I mean, I mean, we're talking Cast Hawks Fest, Case Hawks Fest. So I mean, it makes sense. I just I just want to quickly wrap up on the prices and and only because we we had so many and I want to want to mention that the few um crazy things we did um and then we can probably go into meta because that was a perfect um uh yeah. like um plague for for that um so i, I we covered we covered the the bass brew and the, the the artist price another artist altered card we had uh that was for, for the ninth uh player so the one scoring ninth and we we had some thoughts about uh about what sh that should be and things like that so in the beginning we thought something like um illusion of grandeur or something like that you know you Sweet. but yeah, in yeah, the in yeah. the in the end what we did was like an altar of a sort plowshare uh but instead of of like this the the, the original art it was an orc were plowing and in the in, in the background there were the two towers so like oh, nice. so you were fighting for battle and then you you went plowing like something like that so like you you, you change your mind and, <laughs> yeah that's and, a great oracle yeah. <laughs> <laughs> flavor wise perfect yeah and mm. and so finally yeah. uh this was the Oh well, oh no, sorry. There was an, the very last category we had. So the, what I'm talking about here, the, those are the categories we came up with. So like giving specific um, players a public shout out about uh, during the tournament. And the last category category we had was like the best com um, uh, the best community support uh, in in mm -hmm. the Italian uh, Discord and in general. Uh, we we um, uh, we gave this prize. I think it was the the full set of our uh, Italian uh, Tron lands. So Black Border Rinascimento, I think, um, uh, expansion. Um, Wait, and it didn't go to you or Giama? No, no, no. Uh, 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 okay. It was this guy <laughs> who is really into um, <laughs> is really into making an effort to build a, a local community in in Milan okay. and doing doing. He's really like trying his best, and we wanted to Sweet. give him a public shout out. Um, and and then um, we had other prizes, and this prize come from community. So another thing we did this year new was like we open for donation. Uh, essentially, the donation came in two different forms. It could be uh, like anything people wanted to donate, like cards, memorabilia, whatever they wanted. Uh, they can say, uh, they can say, I want to be a supporter orc, and then having a public shout out. That you can even do an anonymous donation if you wanted to, so like not appearing on the website. But um, they could donate anything they wanted, and we had people donating cards. We had. Uh, in ruffle prices, and I'll talk about that oh. in a second, how we did the ruffle. Um, and then uh, we also had, uh, so long story short, in the beginning we had a different venue in mind, but then organizational costs were too high uh, for that venue, and, and, and this, this had to have like a higher price on the tickets. And so oh. then like in after, after a week or so, we decided that it was probably too much exp uh, too ex too expensive uh, for the tournament so we changed the venue and we go back to what we were last year so that where we had the tournament this year 
and and so because of that we adjusted the prices of the tickets so and so people are like getting the the early bird ticket or like the the, the, the tickets are the higher uh, costs we, we 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 send them an email and say um you're totally eligible for a, for a refund if you want it we, we give it back but otherwise if you don't want uh, the difference you can donate and like be, become a supporter rock and they said we're talking like five euros or 10 years most oh. and people can choose uh, the, the amount they wanted refunded and the amount they wanted to donate and people actually donated the entire people ask for nice. full refund other people and that, that's totally fine and other people all said i don't care i don't need the money i i paid already i want to donate and support the event and and uh this is what they did um that, that's very uh, that's that's a very nice thing of you guys to do i mean if you if you're put into that position that you want to do this big tournament and then it turns out like shit the venue is too too steep or whatever and you like uh, accommodating that that well and professional like well done um, oh thank you yeah. i mean because yeah. i could also um, i could also uh, totally like accept you guys just stating like we need a buffered basically so like we won't change the ticket uh, prices we will give refund if you can't go to bologna because we have changed uh, the venue whatever but like Cool that you followed through with all these steps. That that means a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. To be honest, it was a lot of work, and and I I want to remark this not be not not to brag, but mostly because there are people who get that, but other people no. don't really get it. No, uh, no. And no. and no. so that's why i always say um it's it's all volunteering work and we all everybody involved in the organization uh last year and this year in particular we we, we do this because we want to have like we want to build it first off we want to build a an healthy community around the pre-modern yeah. first second we want to have a weekend yeah. of fun and, and as you yeah. said it's all about the gathering i mean mm. this is what i've written on the website as well uh why the Cowshawks Fest? It's like it's like a pub joke of a few blokes mating meeting in one day uh, on a Zoom call. Mating? <laughs> Sorry, meeting. <laughs> I'm not mating. <laughs> a Freudian no, no, slip. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, no, no. These are these are not the ideas you come up with mating. But um I think I think the way I see it. But um and then it's like it's, yeah. it's 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 a completely crazy thing we thought and um but in the end yeah the the most rewarding despite all the effort despite the sleepless night despite the the stress around the many things and last minute issues we had to fix and blah 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 the most rewarding thing for myself uh was after the event we had i had i've heard so many people saying Thank you for the weekend. Thank you for the tournament. Whatever, mm. uh, we had lots of fun, that's, and yeah, that that's was the yeah. that's yeah. the best. I mean, yeah. that's exactly what we wanted. Yeah, I, I think that goes for yeah. every big old school and mm -hmm. pre-modern yeah. event. And uh, Anton, you and me, we're not making a cent no, of no, doing no. this. And uh, uh, Gordon isn't actually making like. You talked about Wack Wack, and this is hosted on mm -hmm. a website. So, sure, you can contribute mm. to that. Uh, and that's basically what Gordon's bought yep. stuff for yep. us to stream on. Yeah. 
you, you're you're not you're not living on on making old school or no, and I, I think it's important that we it. when we're actually talking about it not like let's highlight that like all the organizers there's there's no one taking mm. any salary from anything of it like the the, no, the, exactly. the payment is yeah you preserve a gathering a community or whatever yeah, yeah. like give and and that goes back to some yeah. people might have feel the like that go back back to what what I talked about going into an old school experience from playing a GP mm. or whatever. Uh, going into a GP, you're paying yeah. a lot of money and you're expecting something if you're doing very well, uh, and that's not old school mm. today. Usually, in the in these type of settings, you're contributing to the experience uh, for mm. everyone, uh, and maybe some people that haven't played that long or don't know about it they can <clears throat> they don't understand that and that's sure i understand them and i don't feel that they need to be put down if they're doing they yeah. travel a long way and they feel like usually you get a lot mm. of i get something mm. more out of this if i'm doing well uh, and uh, sh yeah but like the, the format is set, <laughs> so it's not like you can, you need, <clears throat> like you mentioning, Valerio, uh, play sets and upon play sets, upon play sets, like, <sighs> sure, if you're playing some certain formats, if you need to go to United States yeah. for the uh, World Cup and, like, we don't do that, we're, we're, it's a universal, like, agreement that, that we're. This is fun. Yeah. Yeah. and a lot of a lot of organizers do, does like charity to and whatever. Yeah, yeah. that that that's yeah. a go-to. Uh, it's like this in the states for old school, uh, and that's a go-to for. Okay, it can be cheap if it costs more than yeah. whatever. It usually goes to someone. I, I want to make an honorable mention to, as you mentioned, it, mm -hmm. uh, Valerio, for mm -hmm. uh, the Troll Cup. The uh, Jorge uh, had a, yeah, they yeah, they yeah, they had a big uh, fundraising or whatever you call it uh, for a, uh, not even a local Seb, player. You, you cut out player. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, but uh, like we, I'm talking about. Uh, a player that had mm. an accident and they decided to uh, help yep. the family fantastic uh, and with, with their with i don't know price money but whatever you could want mm -hmm. to donate and those types of stuff it makes you feel really good yeah, to be a part of the totally. community yeah and and just to be just to be absolutely uh clear and especially remarking what um anton was mentioning before about anyone making any any money out of this just a couple of days ago uh we we like we closed the budget uh for the tournament and we issued uh we had in total for the two tournaments for the two mains uh pre-modern and old school we had 11 people not showing up who paid the tickets and we closed the budget we had extra money and we refunded uh the extra money to this 11 people um yeah, i mean very nice of you. and and i mean it's uh, this is this is just again to signal um, the community that uh, the kind of event we do is for the community and from the community. 
is not for any other reason and when any anyone here isn't making any money actually is more like spending money for it yeah, yeah I, sure. <laughs> like like what you said like the website the mail yeah. and and everything yeah, i mean yeah, those yeah. things are not are not for free in general but um even even if people don't get that or don't think about that because why would they and that's totally fine i mean yeah you can get everything for free yeah, nowadays. Yeah, it feels like it, isn't it? Then usually you need to click on some advertisement <laughs> or... Exactly. Yeah, but like what what we're at is basically like an organizer needs to have transparency. That That's basically yeah. what people are mm -hmm. asking for. Yeah. Uh, like people want to know yeah, right, what, Tom, Tom. Yeah. where the money goes. Uh, and yeah, many yeah. people, the majority in old school and pre-modern like are fine with it going to anything like mm -hmm. any player or charity <laughs> or whatever but like just be upfront about it and uh, yeah like giving mm -hmm. back to uh, people who didn't show up fine you were upfront about it so like it's a it's a nice mm. gesture for sure yeah i mean of uh, of course can, we had can... someone complaining that it wasn't the full amount but i mean <laughs> haters gonna hate uh, i mean uh, uh, haters gonna hate yeah yeah for sure yeah, people 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 can yeah. can really get things and there's nothing you mm. can do so yeah, and the sad part is that that's the only thing you're remembering the yeah. grievances, yeah. Yeah. whatever. But let's get into the fun <laughs> stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can, can we take let, two let, minute break? I just need to refill a glass of something to drink, and okay, and, uh, if that's fine. So we're, I would like us to dive into some nice brews, uh, Valerio. And uh, one uh, specific brew that I remember uh, was the uh, balancing thing deck that you... Oh, yes. And, and Chris, who was uh, co-hosting the stream with me, was very excited about it. Yes. Hmm? Yeah. So before we go dive into that tech, if we even do that, uh, Anton, what do we have on balancing things? I mean, it's a pretty legit uh, deck in in the, if, if you're talking just general in pre-modern, right? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah it, general. What do we when I when I'm saying what do we yeah. have on? Uh, I'm just generally. Uh, What's that? Why, why, who, is it good? I mean, what, it's a fringe deck, it? uh, but it's it's another deck that can play Lion's Eye Diamonds, uh, which uh, the, the C player <laughs> type of yeah. your uh, personality test uh, exactly. like to do. Uh, but it, it has evolved. It's like you can actually play Mind Twist, Armageddon, and Wrath of God in one card in Premodern, and you can abuse it by sacrificing Legend Response and then flashback like Roar of the Worm and uh, have a... No hand, no land, no battlefield, but you get a 6-6 six, six worm token and take it from there. So it's like... Um... So it's re it's evolved around the card uh, balancing mm -hmm. act, yeah. Yeah. right? Uh, so it's a more fair balance. Yeah, for sure. It's <laughs> what they said, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, each player chooses a number of permanents he or she controls equal to the number of permanents controlled by the player who controls the fewest, yeah. then sacrifice the rest. Each player discards a card from his or her hand the same way. So um, I think the 
pre-modern way. We discussed this a bit, uh, Valeria, in the chat earlier also. The pre-modern way is, mm-hmm. like you mentioning, uh, Anton, going through the yeah. graveyard, uh, throwing everything away, flashing back stuff, yes. or whatever. Uh, we did have another take on the stream, or you view at least a deck. Yeah, it yes. was like the, the older version of... Uh, yeah. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the more, the original, more original version. version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and talking original, we're talking about like way back, I guess, before pre-modern. Uh, to, do do you remember Valerio talking about it? Yeah, yeah, totally. It? So uh, the, this version we we we're mentioning, um, I think uh, the player, uh, well, first off, has to say that this player was this close to get another uh, to get the the best brew mention. Um, um because it was really cool deck um so balance was the name of the deck and i think it was just like mentioning balancing things and the fact that balance is banned in pre-modern um but uh this version wasn't actually relying on graveyard to do the combo well balancing thing in general um plays this um sacking sacrificing lands uh, so that essentially since balancing things also consider the number of permanents in play lands included you you're essentially getting rid of everything you have uh, artifacts uh in particular we're talking um uh a chromatic sphere or the the other similar thing from the other similar artifacts from ice age um i don't remember the the english name yeah. um but you have no, you, you have Mishra's about, uh, uh, Bobble, right? Yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could play Mishra's Bobble, but you're you're talking about Sextant, yes, Barb Sextant, Bob Sextant, thank you. Yes, and uh, there's Chromatic Sphere yeah. also, I think. Yes, yes. Uh, that, that so essentially, like and and Lotus Petal. So you don't have much a permanence in play. So you get rid of everything, and and so balancing thing to get rid of everything um the difference from the mm. the graveyard version of it uh like um uh, also like like you until you're, yeah. you're mentioning that it's a it's a fringe deck but it's doing okay the, uh, this deck is, is playing uh, um the, the brush hopper the unread brush hopper yeah okay yeah, yeah. Cool. so so yeah. um mm. and and terrible so like the terrible makes sense because you, all, all your lands are in the graveyard anyway mm. um and the brush hopper yeah. is 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 like um, it's in synergy with the balancing thing because you can make it facing facing out so it doesn't count as a creature yeah. in play and then it comes back so you you have it. Um, the version uh, we're talking at the Italian Nationals and we had it uh, on stream um, wasn't actually playing one of my favorite cards in general, which is Tinderwall, uh, and I think I, I said mm. this also yes. you know, on stream. Because it's, Tinderwall is such a booster yeah. in this deck, um, uh, and I didn't mm. get the chance to speak with the player to to talk uh, to to get some insights on Honey's way of uh, thinking. I, I guess I guess generally yeah. his choice of this version of balancing Ting was more like in, at the moment the meta has lots of graveyard hate anyway, and and so yep. uh, trying to win, uh, not using the graveyard is probably. Going yeah. over the yeah. top, rather. So, like, sort yeah. of work, working around. And, but what I liked with the version that uh, he played was uh, that you... Uh, okay, there weren't no... It's, it's not that mm-hmm. expensive. 
So, uh, like, if you're playing Lion's Eye, Lion's Eye Diamond or whatever, that's a steep way of going into. And it's more combo-oriented, orientated, uh, because uh, I think you played, like, Nimble Mongoose yeah, and stuff like that, didn't Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, so it's more of a way of, uh, like, you can go in different ways each game and i kind of like that i'm i'm not a combo player like you are anton and kind of you are <laughs> valerio i'm not a bc player <laughs> <laughs> i'm more of an a player so uh, <laughs> uh bc bipolar I'm, player i, I kind of <laughs> like i kind of like being able to uh, like digress from the mm-hmm. only plan and going uh, just playing a nimble mongoose turn one and then Playing all the different, as we mentioned, like Bobble, Sextant, or whatever you're playing, uh, getting a lot of cards in the graveyard that pushes your th- threshold. And only reason we're we're talking about this is because I think there's a brew space here also. Yeah. Uh, you can you can go because we're we're venturing into uh, the tournament and the meta. Uh, there's. Terrageddon and stuff like that that also make use of this and there could be a way of using balancing act in those mm-hmm. type of decks I think I also want to mention like Cataclysm uh, that that wasn't used here but I mean, could, Cataclysm like, is like seriously getting an uptick in 2023 pre-modern yeah. it's super hot right now so yeah mm. Regarding that, I also want to mention super hot call of the yeah, herd. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, <laughs> absolutely. Super hot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, call of the herd uh, was another another um, main character of the tournament, uh, and and we had Mango by the way playing at the tournament. Um, he's a pro oh, player, yeah. and he played elves. Uh, yeah, like I think his own brew of play of. of Helps. Yeah, he, he he had an own version for sure. Yeah. And mono uh, green, mm. mono green for for starter. Um, and and then he was uh, playing Call of the Hurt um, in an in sideboard. And I think no. the the the, um, the 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 trick there was uh, in combination with tribal tribal mage. So <laughs> when we spoke afterwards, was like uh, it, it felt a little more like an elvish zoo because on. Um, yep. He had squirrels, he had elephants, he had insects, he had elves. I mean, it was really, mm-hmm. really um, interesting. interesting. But I think that was... It was kind of good because he played against like engineered it did, yeah. plague and stuff yeah. like that, as I remember it. Uh, he could just like spew out a couple of uh, elephants or whatever and just... Uh, don't really care. Yeah, fr- about from my understanding, basically, Elves' worst m- worst matchup is goblins, uh, and or uh, or one mm-hmm. of the worst matchups is goblins. And by playing like four, how come <coughs> goblin sharpshooter and mog fanatic and mm-hmm. like yes, okay. yeah, they yeah. have so much um, oppression for elves. Yeah, yeah. Picking off, but like, but having elephants and wall of um, wall of roots uh, kind of like makes elves. A completely different deck uh, mm-hmm. then because then your cradles mm-hmm. are not useless uh because you have creatures now and then you when you get mana your yeah, master cores right. are live again and it's like it changes so yeah. much and lucky exactly blocked, so it changes uh, so much uh, the dynamic in that and i i mm-hmm. know he faced goblins three times during mm-hmm. the nationals uh, and he went to one and that's a good record two one versus goblins um playing elves is is good 
Um, mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, because I've I've discussed this a bit with uh, one of my friends here in Stockholm and about regarding cyborging and whatever against elves and uh, mm. survival and usually it's like the well, like slice slice and dice and stuff like that that can really make a number on elves but uh, having something as I mentioned engineered plague and something that doesn't really care about it uh, yeah that, that's that's kind of a a niche yeah, way of going. Yeah, it's about. interesting and uh, fun that he's actually like playing promoter, and because uh, yeah. mm-hmm. c- whenever he makes a post about it, like the, there are a lot of thousands of uh, followers that sees it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Pernicious> <laughs> did takes care of the call of the takes care of, takes care of call of the herd takes yeah. care of yeah. uh, everything yeah. anyhow. So sure. that's good. Yes. Okay. Well, Speaking of the rock, so, exactly. Perfect yeah. segue. Let's go. Let's go there. We what had with the meta. We had so the 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 highest ranking. <laughs> we had the, 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 the highest number of of uh, archetypes we had in our meta game was exactly the rock. We had ten decks yeah. uh, playing the rocks in, how to say, in different flavors, but still <laughs> mid range agro control. Uh, no, sorry, mid range decks. Um, yeah. um. The like, I think I've seen a couple of uh, the rock versions playing uh, uh, natural order, so that version of the rock, <laughs> nat- yeah, also known as no rock. Um, I think two or three of them, uh, and okay. then and then one who has been categorized as a rock is like a s- sort of a custom brew using survival. And uh, but the the, the mm. honorable mention there is like he was playing uh, orchard settlers, so like perfectly <coughs> on in, in theme with nice. with mm. with a, with, a, with a tournament. But the other deck yeah. were genuine, uh, the rock. And and fun fact, we had like two the rock players per one sly player. So we had ten the rock and five sly, as uh, and the and perfect similarly, ratio. Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah. I mean, and also. <laughs> Only six goblins um, in, yep. in in total. Yep. So uh, the rock is the most represented archetype, uh, and uh, at the same we have six land still, six stifle knot in different flavors, and six goblins. So th- so from ten we go to six uh, in terms yep. of represent representative archetypes. Then we have like a decent number of dead Gael, and I think this is in line with with what's what's happening currently <laughs> in the meta in pre-modern. Um, <coughs> so five dead guy, uh, five sly, uh, five white weenie, uh, and oh. and to be to be fair, the the white weenie deck also include the two uh, uh, flippy decks uh, version. We categorize them, so we include them as as white weenie only for that, you that know, we for saw legacy. Play- kind of- yeah, and we saw them playing out the mirror in um, yes on stream as well. Yeah, if you if you yeah. haven't, uh, this is for the listener. If you haven't catched that, uh, and, and you're li- looking for it for reasons to to look at the stream, you can definitely want to want to see Flippy, the Dutch champion, the one and only, playing against his own deck, which was yep. very fun to watch. Um, yeah, it was. It was a good match. And but, then, yeah, Savannah Lions yeah, is. And, uh, and, 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 and you can find it on like what was it chaos uh, K- 
chaosorgs.wtf yes. or whatever. I'll, I'll put yes. it in the show notes. Uh, it's, it's, on, it's on the website. And the website of the event is chaosorgs.whatthefuck. <laughs> it's literally WTF. <laughs> and, and again, going back to the crazy things and, and the, the, the crazy chats um, uh, we had about the event. We're looking for the domain. As, I mean, I, I found that WTF was available. I have no idea why WTF is used. Probably is specifically to <laughs> highlight what the fuck things. And yeah, I said, sure. that's exactly the kind of <laughs> or domain expand, ex- extension we need. Um, wait, so, wait, can we stop on, on uh, sure. the, the white weenie here? Like, it's so interesting to see pre-modern 2023 because... Mm-hmm. It's a fixed format, yeah. but shit, uh, stuff happens. Savannah Alliance in Europe is like kicking ass. It's showing up uh, records everywhere Indeed. now, and like Call of the Herd is is starting to show up as well. So like we're getting these zoo creatures, like a resurgence of zoo is is in yeah. Primora now, and I love it. And like white weenie and meddling yeah. mages, clearly, but. Uh... We had a uh, finals earlier <laughs> with, yeah. that that were the Afton also Trunk, yeah. with like just yeah just a bu- bunch of mm. weenies yeah. or, and uh, go hitting each other and doing that and so there's a lot of that going about and people being like looking at premodern overall people looking at elves as a like. I guess uh, bad yeah. guy, <laughs> whatever, uh, and then and then we have the shrimp decks, of course, uh, and those are good. But uh, it's nice to see that at at ends or whatever, yeah. we see <laughs> we see some they come through the white weenies. That's sure. so weird. Sure. <laughs> That's cool. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Sorry. Let's. Uh, how how come Anton? Why 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 do they do so the well? White weenies. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if like I don't know what happened to um, premodern. Like after the land tax ban, uh, yeah, people wanted yeah. to. I'm not sure. It's like the, the 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 meta is in flux, and I think white weenie that is uh-huh. a pretty linear deck. But like they have these tools versus dreadnought, and they have the silver knights versus uh, sly and goblins, and then like somehow mm-hmm. they. So it's kind of the tempo ish. Yeah, I think so. Like pe- people, people want to play like me and Valeria want to play like combo decks and like just jamming a slamming a Savannah Lion on, on turn one and follow up with like disruption with yeah. wastelands and metal images and whatever. Like it's a legit strategy, I guess. So, uh, but you have to play the deck t- uh, like really tight to to succeed with it. But yeah, yeah, and and once again. Going back to old school, you know, you're usually not playing more than four swords, and lightning bolt isn't that much played outside mm-hmm. of Sly. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's kind of cool seeing the pesky little critters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> doing well. I mean, I, I, in my heart, I feel it, it, it. Still, it's like a shit deck, but I love it. I love it. <laughs> it puts up result because, like. I mean, that, yeah. it's the same with Death and Taxes in Legacy. Like, whenever there's a white weenie deck, basically, uh, at the top, it, it, show, it mm. shows a healthy format or a healthy bet, I guess. But, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a good environment. Yeah. But let, let's not get into nowadays magic that <clears throat> white is yeah, too yeah. good. <laughs> but yeah, you, playing white, you have the good answers, you have good 
aggressiveness, yeah. I guess. Yeah, and and, and to be honest, uh, I think uh, considering the the general meta you find in in tournaments like the nationals, um, and and the fact that you will certainly face at least one stifle no deck in the top eight because that yeah. deck can be brutal. Uh, the the, mm. the the white weenie is is well accustomed to it, uh, um, uh, well accustomed against it. So um, it's it's mm. it, it's a choice that's that's fair to make. That's that's what I'm uh, what I what I want to say. And 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 what happened at the Italian nationals was like um, what ultimately is the Italian champion uh, and uh, made it to the very end faced it in semi-finals and finals two stifle deck two flavors two different mm -hmm. things um it, it, one may, mainly blue yeah yeah the the, blue, the, the 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 semi-final was mainly blue um and mm -hmm. the to be honest it's been it's been a, i think uh, also a bit lucky because the uh the stifle player didn't really read through the the lines of what he was playing because he was mm -hmm. a, 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 a fan brew <laughs> and he had one answer against humility uh, sorry no humility um um my god what's the card um it's worship worship thank the... you um okay. he, he, okay. he had only one answer was seal of cleansing and he sided out uh -huh. in game two and ah, so okay, okay. Ah, I, I actually okay. spoke with the player and was like, because on stream, I was under the impression that he was trying to understand if, if he had a, a way to win. And the way to win was essentially getting rid of every creature he had and, and yeah. win with Stifle mm -hmm. uh, as, as quickly as possible. But it didn't happen. And, yeah. and essentially... You, using attacks or the fling route, I guess. The yeah, but it, it was like route. a blue mainly with splash white. This was blue white. This was this, blue white for This was a this was <coughs> blue white. Oh, okay. I think it, the the only yeah. splash of mm -hmm. white he had was like one seal of clanking main deck and if if I remember I'm going by memory now but yeah, it, I think probably yeah. some tutor, but um, yeah, I like the the, there's three like the tutors here uh, in main deck. So yeah, okay. The so, metal mages and swords in sideboard. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so um, he, he so. I mean, he's been also a bit lucky that the the Cyphernaut player didn't win, but the he was really really armed against against Cyphernaut. He had every uh, seven seven answer against the the Cyphernaut main deck. The okay. the we're talking yeah. the white weenie uh, winning player, and yeah. so yeah. and actually in the final if he, he faced another Cyphernaut deck. So again, when you play when you play tournament like this. And that's the red no, blue That's one, the red right? blue one, yeah, exactly. With the fling. Uh who won yeah, okay. against uh yeah. Pablo uh on, on elves. Uh, yeah. using exactly the fling mm. thing, I've been told. That wasn't a featured match, but I've been I've been told that uh that, that, but, was, wait, the, wait, that was the uh, one. You said seven uh, okay, so <clears throat> uh Gregor Pusenek who who won, he has four main deck <laughs> whip quarters. He has four main deck Ramos and Sergeant that mm. can find whip quarters. Yep. He has four source of plowshares. He has uh, three seal of cleansings, one parallax wave, and three enlightened tutors. Uh, yeah. Along with a worship. Uh, <laughs> so he has a lot of cards to handle uh, Dreadnought. 
like, totally. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And a lot more in the sideboard. I kind of mm. I I kind of love worship as a it's it's not underplayed I guess, but I've always seen it being way better than as it's been shown. Uh it's a very mm-hmm. good card. Yeah. But nowadays people have answers for yeah. enchantments, but there, there's this is the meta that we're, we're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's really cool, yeah. uh, and I, I, I kind of like also that I've played a bunch against the mono blue mm-hmm. shrimp deck, and that sh- seems like the most unfair one when you're not uh, hedging either way. <laughs> like I'm going this. Uh, it's it's the it's the most consistent one uh, yeah. for, for or, exactly. or linear yeah. one I should say not consistent linear but but like yeah, yeah. the white with Melamage and Source are, is also very powerful. Uh, but like playing against it, it's like really a die roll in yeah. that sense. Like they have, do I have the day's mm. mana backup? Do I have yeah. uh, whatever? Uh, but seeing different kind of uh, like Dreadnought decks also mm-hmm. makes sense mm. and kind of also makes it that it's not, it's not like, solved in that sense also so I, I it's it's kind of healthy quote unquote <laughs> seeing like people exploring it still yeah, yeah. yeah sure uh, yeah. seeing it for me at least as a tier one deck uh, and elves not being i don't know you tell me anton what, what do you think about elves nowadays yeah i, I think it's <coughs> I think it's meta. fantastic still. <laughs> I, I, I think it's the yeah, best deck yeah. in Promodern, but like it requires a pilot that's good on it. And obviously Pablo Suarez, he made top eight again. Like he he's he's actually he, he plays a lot of European big tournaments, nationals and uh European championships, and he he hasn't missed out on one uh playoffs. Like mm. the guy is insane with this deck. Like I can't stress enough how fucking good and godlike record he has with the deck. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's an expensive deck and it certainly requires a good pilot. But uh, I mean, elves is yeah. on another level. But the, yeah, people are prepared for elves for sure. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> and Valeria, we did see some other versions of uh, uh, like going not not elf the elves <laughs> route uh, but we have some other techno crew that's mm-hmm. the yep. techno crew right uh we have we, we did see some other versions not playing elves specifically right the, uh, you mean on stream uh, tell us yeah yeah, yeah we uh we had nacho talk uh playing um uh Sur- survival welder yeah uh it was a very nice 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 brew actually um because yeah i'm talking basically about survival as a yeah ending, i mean I survival yeah. is is it, in the meta we had survival was the the main character of not just elves but also we had two uh, madness with survival so survival madness mm-hmm. i think is the name of the ar- uh, archetype yeah. um survival was in um uh in 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 the only survival welder we had um uh, playing natural and we had it uh, featured on stream um i think mm. i think that that's that yeah there's it. no there's no full english breakfast here there's no oh, full yeah. english breakfast exactly no. what i was looking for no we di- we didn't have any any feb um no. not even hermit feb um 
And and speaking yeah. about the flavors of Stifle Knot, you were mentioning, Seb, um, we had one mono blue, uh, one blue red, uh, two uh, Stifle Knot deck, I'm, I'm talking, uh, one uh, blue red, I said, um, two white blue and two white black. So I think all the possible no, blue combinations... Black, blue, black. blue black, sorry. Sorry, of course. Blue, blue black. black. Um, <laughs> uh, I think we had all the possible combinations... Um, of, of of at least existing yeah. for for stifle not decks and not including angry emit not so not considered as a as a yeah, stifle yeah. not deck but more like a per se no. uh, combo uh, deck <coughs> that that's all that's basically a, a side a side quest <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, <laughs> <For that Yeah>. <laughs> so what, what do you guys think about like we talked to okay let's go back to survival in a Sure. One sec, but uh, what do you think about like mono blue, black blue, red blue, white blue uh, overall, uh, Anton? I mean, <coughs> I, I I hate I hate shrimps. I think it's a like I don't know the most boring ass strategy mm -hmm. there is, but obviously it's good because you're leaning into one. Yeah, it's super linear and uh, and like it's or... so easy to like accomplish that combo uh, if we can even call it a combo like mm -hmm. it's it's an a combo deck in disguise it's basically a, like i don't know control deck yeah. uh, tempo but the blue red is cool for sure because it has fling and uh, whatever other burn i love yeah. that but mm -hmm. i played mono blue it's super linear it's very good to do what it does uh, blue white yeah. uh, for sure uh, metal mage is a good card but isn't it or that that's the pre-modern delver yeah, basically basically but sense, uh, yeah, so yeah. so in my but uh, yeah, I do like playing combo. So, like, I think blue red is the most interesting mm. one because yeah. I think fling, fling and fling it. <laughs> like just lightning bolt actually fling a fifteen. Yeah, then, yeah. But the problem with the red blue version is the mana. Yeah, yeah, yeah the hardest yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But but not only that, you don't have. Okay, you you kind of relying your opponent taking. No, you're not own. because you have yeah. Grim Levermaster, you have Lightning Bolt, you have Fling. You, so, so like okay, okay, depends on the version, I guess. Uh, because <coughs> looking at some games, I haven't played it on my on my own, but but looking at a lot of games, uh, that usually takes care of uh, creatures, especially in, the, in in this meta. Like you, the Lightning Bolts, you, you the, takes care of. Uh, uh, mm -hmm. Mother runes or yeah. uh, lions or meddling mages or other stuff. Uh, so many times uh, against those types of decks, elves or whatever, uh, you're basically using the burn as removal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, maybe May th that that's only what what I saw from the stream and haven't played it that much. But it it's not like you can play two lightning bolts and then fling uh you need yeah to, yeah sure that's the sure, sure. boring part yeah, of yeah, the yeah, shrimp yeah. build but like it, it it goes from it goes from being the delver build that you're just like no no and i'm trying to hit in but being like this long games these long games where you're just like countering stuff yeah but i mean i i, I find stuff. and and you feel as a viewer like you can't win now. But the the, the deck is super uninteresting. Like I I I mm -hmm. I don't see mm -hmm. the point of discussing Dreadnought. Like it's it's super no. linear and like yeah, it's good uh, for sure. It's a tier yeah. one deck. Yeah, like no doubt about it. Uh, but 
the red the red thing or the green thing are those that like can win from another I don't know pivot to another hole or, or whatever depending mm-hmm. on what what happens in the game mm-hmm. and that I find interesting but uh, what do you mean with the green like threshold uh, dreadnought um, okay okay mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. like uh, that actually makes uh, your vision charm you can you gain five cards immediately if you mill yourself so you can get threshold quite easily uh, like okay. it's in, it's more interesting in my mind but I'm not saying mm-hmm. it's better mm-hmm. for sure uh, for mm-hmm. sure it's not but <laughs> like. This linear blue white non blue red not X or blue black like yeah, good decks completely uninteresting. Yeah, no, I'm not talking about them as it's really interesting. Let's play this. Let's evolve this. I'm just talking about it in a sense of yeah, what's going good on. Good decks, uh, and and they're good decks. Yeah, for sure. What do you think, Valeria? I'm uh, we're. We're <laughs> knocking our heads against the wall. Here. I mean, I, I, <laughs> Having a I mean, yeah, no, somewhere. I think I'm on the same page of Anton. Um, so I, I, I agree with everything he said. Um, so I don't feel there's mm. much to. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it's certainly a powerful deck. Um, uh, I would find it. I find my, I find it, a bit, you know boring to play because it's it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Too, it, it's super boring it, it, it's it's too easy <laughs> i yeah. mean you you, yeah. you have to do one thing and it's like it, it there's essentially yeah. one way to do it so you i wanna i wanna make a mention of uh, like the meta mm-hmm. overall yeah. again because uh uh martin berlin he never tells me anything about what's going on but uh when going into like oh this deck is too good or whatever um if we wouldn't have if if we wouldn't have survival or whatever i i personally i hate for survival this deck might have been more predominant or whatever so uh, there's so many aspects of this that you don't take into account when you hate one <laughs> particular yeah. deck. So maybe, maybe, uh, maybe I should stand on the side of Dreadnought to be something against elves. But it's not good against elves because Anton, you mentioning uh, goblins is good against yeah, elves, yeah. so everything makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, ev- ev- everyone needs to play. It's we're lucky that we have players that actually like to play this shitty decks like Sly and Stifernaut that are completely uninteresting. But yeah. like it goes, it, it sustains a healthy meta yeah. and it like keeps every mm-hmm. other deck in check. And that's super important for the health of Premodern. So like I, I applaud everyone who does play the and like uh, to like actually deep dive into these archetypes. I find them super uninteresting, but yeah. like I appreciate the effort people put in it because... It affects us all, basically, in the end. Is it the best counterspell deck? Dreadnought. Uh, yeah, yeah. Stasis is probably, but but like since they have pressure, mm. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think mono blue for sure. Yeah, it's yeah. it's definitely counter heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> E poi subito ricominciare Sensazione magica Voglia di restare qui Voglia di
Okay, let's move on. I've, I've shrimped Shrimp you enough. enough. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, so we were talking about top eight and meta. I'm not sure where we left off, but like the my the the one thing I I'm like that that I'm frowning upon is like there's only one replenish deck in this uh, 85 players. There is, yeah. <laughs> like, what up with Italy and not playing replenish? Uh, oh, God, that, that's interesting. Uh, that's interesting question, and uh, the answer is I have no idea, of course. But um, yeah. I don't know. Um, I think we we had like a few a few uh, strange combo combo decks um, there, and one of them actually won the best brew because of this original um, brew. Um, it's um, the the deck name were, had like an Italian name uh, name. Uh, mm-hmm. So the deck is named Doni Proibiti. It's essentially meaning in English um, uh, forbidden gifts. And okay. it, it's it's essentially a, co- a T- tell us what's the Italian name. Sounds better. <laughs> Sounds better. <laughs> it's it's a combo of forbidden crypt and donate essentially. Um, forbidden crypt. What? Wait, that's yeah. a spoiler for me. What? What's what's that? <laughs> that's that's very cool. So the combo there is. Forbidden Crypt is this card, uh, is this disenchantment uh, black. I think it costs two black, three uh, colorless. And essentially mm-hmm. says, uh, you stop dra- uh, drawing from your uh, from your deck, you draw from your graveyard. And if you cannot, you lose the game. Oh, and then sweet. You can donate that and maybe uh, crypt his own gravi- the, the opponent's graveyard. Mm-hmm. And that's how you win. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's an un- wow. an existing deck, and uh, that that was that was mm. actually very cool to watch. And I said, okay, I want to talk to this guy. And Jam and I were absolutely ecstatic when we saw that. It was like, okay, this 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 player mm. needs a mention. And he was the first. What, was that on stream? That was on stream. On I, oh, I think uh, only for like mentioning uh, funky combo deck, but certainly okay. he, he won the best brew um, straight away. Love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds because amazing. It's, like, mm. it's it's a deck; it doesn't exist. So it's like it, yeah. he he made an effort, and the story behind this uh, was even even more fun because uh, I talked to him uh, afterwards, and he said a story similar uh, similar to probably some some. Lots of people can relate. Um, he said uh, he was in the middle of moving uh, in house with his family, and he found a box of cards, and he has assembled mm-hmm. a deck with the cards he had, so from from the past. So it was <laughs> like, okay, I I'm gonna play this mm-hmm. deck. I, I I I'm not gonna win anything. Uh, as Garfield intended, yeah. as Garfield intended, yeah. So. Yeah. No, this is not what <laughs> Garfield intended. Garfield intended the shit that you want to do, Anton. <laughs> uh, that's when you say as Garfield uh, intended when you're playing your crazy brews that combo from yes. weird stuff. Um, so top eight. Um, well, f- first off, uh, le- let me say this. Um, Angie, uh, who is also another uh, fellow organizer, made it yeah. uh, to the to the top eight, like f- scoring first undefeated. Uh, mm. And 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 for those of you not knowing Angie, Angie is is famous because I mean, 
well, I, I, he has a T-shirt saying he's the second famous Italian guy, but <laughs> <laughs> and and Jama is the first, by the way. Yeah. But um, Angie is famous for playing a deck named after him, and so he's playing. Uh, he was playing Gro and Angie. Uh, yep. It's it's like his his version of Grotold. But the fun fact about this is like he was thinking about uh, what deck sh- he should have played at the tournament, and he was like, "Okay, I I I'm gonna I have no idea what I'm gonna play, so I go for a deck I like, and I completely I completely agree there. Grotold is an amazing deck." And he, but he didn't have his own brew. So he, he literally looked on the internet and he took a random list he found on the internet. This list has one Green Lover Mancer in it. And at the end of the tournament, what? it was like, what the hell the Green Lover Mancer is doing there? He had no idea whatsoever. So he's playing one Green Lover Mancer in that list. It, he, I mean, we did commentary on that. He yeah. had a Grim Lavamancer in it? Yeah, it I don't remember that. Oh, wow. Yeah, and, I, and I remember myself going on streams like, okay, he's, he's, this list is very original. He is using Grim Lavamancer for some reason. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, no, I took it from the internet. I have no idea whatsoever why the Grim Lavamancer is there. <laughs> but I mean, then he, oh, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, then he says something like, imagine the guy who came up with this list and said, oh, look, my, my list made it top, <laughs> top page of the Italian nationals. <laughs> <laughs> Undefeated. Yeah, yeah. So it's basically like, yeah, the regular brew. Otherwise, I think right? it's, it, it's one gush. Yeah, one I think foil. it's not playing a sword uh, uh, in main deck. That's that's probably not a good idea. Okay. I think yeah. m- there's very few girl talk, uh, deck deck that does. They play like um, fire ice instead. Yeah. Main deck. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's two foils, actually. Did you say he only played one gush? No, he must be playing four gushes, right? No, 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 four gushes. Okay, it's a weird deck photo. So (laughs) he he puts... uh, So it's four gushes, two foils. No, never mind. Um, It's pretty stock. Like, we can move on. It's pretty stock except for Grim Lavamancer. Yeah. He Mm -hmm. has, like, (laughs) Winter Orb, Noah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It's... it's, One get on, but, yeah. I think, well... Didn't it do anything during? Did Did you hear it do anything? I guess it's kind of fine having a grim. Love no, monster. I think I think it wasn't. But is it because of the psychotog? I mean, th- <laughs> this deck it has the worst mana base in the history of Premodern. So like, and yeah. you, now yeah, you play yeah, like yeah, but... one red card that actually requires red mana every turn to have, be viable. Yeah, I mean, but have four mox diamonds. Yeah, have yeah, the yeah. city brass. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you will fill your graveyard Let's for sure. W- venture forward. I don't know how good is it is with chill mm. from the sideboard, but... <laughs> okay. Let's venture yeah. forth. So, that's um, uh, that's the first um, deck. Uh, then we have, um, in the top eight, we had two uh, green-white uh, Geddon deck. Um, yep. the, the former is more like a threshold, uh, threshold Geddon. The second is more like um, Oathgetten, if I remember correctly. I have to I have to look at the other list to be to be honest, but I don't remember that. But there's certainly two uh, Terra Geddon decks. Um, yeah, both both play Terravore uh, Threshold creatures. Yeah, we- Weather Wayfarer, uh, Mox Diamonds, and yeah, where, yeah. Where, very similar. Pretty yeah, similar. Yeah. yeah, pretty similar. 
The, the, the only yeah. difference is that one of them had 61 cards. And let me mention this. I think we had a few decks playing 61 cards. This was it, one of it. Italy. Mm, love it. Love it. So I don't think any of them were Oath, right? No. No, I mean... Can't play Oath in a 16-creature card deck. So can someone explain to me how the crop rotation... It's valuable in these types of decks. Uh, but, I mean, in uh, in what? In, in so many decks. Wayfarer. Um, where the Wayfarer is one on top of it, uh, the the land you want to pick, uh, sometimes is Core Haven, uh, especially in a in a matchup against yeah. um Knot. Interestingly enough, um, exactly. one of the two uh, Gadron deck didn't have Core Haven, if I'm not mistaken. So. Okay. Uh, the, well, he was playing Nantuka Monastery instead. Nantuka Monastery mm -hmm. is that land that gives you colorless mana, but when you when you have threshold, uh, you can play uh, one green, one white, and the land becomes a four-four green and white creature with first strike until the end of turn, and it still that's counts nice. as a land. So um, it's, uh, it, I think that's the, and it, but to be fair, but, that, that deck is playing only one crop rotation uh, instead of uh, instead of three. Yeah, the other play, yeah, plays like, two, but like still, it, it adds to a threshold. It yeah. works super well with uh, Weather Wafer. It works super well with um, uh, Super Library for another shuffle effect. So like there's synergy there. Um, and I think... Yeah, that's I'm, what people mm, want. Uh, exactly. Uh, I remember, and also it 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 fills your graveyard with lands because you have to sacrifice yeah. a land, and you want yeah. you you want to win with terrible there. So yeah. it's it's exactly. an extra land. Uh, I yeah. I remember myself once playing not the terrible version, but I remember myself once playing um, crop rotation, and in response to the crop rotation, you activate exactly. the wayfarer, wayfarer. so yeah. you you yeah. can you can have a synergy fetching two essentially. Uh, yeah. Which is very nice. Mm. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Um, then uh, scoring fourth, we have the actual winner. So Gregor on his <laughs> belly prch. I think uh, the pronunciation is going to be bad because uh, this is um, Gregor is Slovenian actually, coming coming from uh, this, the the the, the ah, uh, okay, yeah. play group. Yeah. Uh, and I think. Uh, I think what he said on stream and afterwards, I think that the, if I remember correctly, the translation was like white farts or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like a white fart. Yeah. Uh, so we, we already did an honorable mention of the worship, but it's basically... Yeah, like it's a white yeah. With, with a couple of uh, rebelish cards yeah it's so uh, lovely that they're both that that well that's what like primordial the se last seven years of primordial has like deducted remote insurgent is good <laughs> but there's only one card it can find that's legit and it's whip quarter like, yeah oh, or another one or another or another surgeon <laughs> so yeah yeah, yeah right. <laughs> but like we have uh three enlightened tutors we have uh, the like two wastelands where like yeah but 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 it's it's kind of straightforward it's using the snow-covered planes that's neat mm. but uh four yeah. ports it's, he has uh, one get on main right yeah and one main and three sides mm, yeah 
Yeah, and a crusade. A single crusade with, with one, three right? enlightened tutor. I think the 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 key yeah. card there is for the for the for the one copy of of. So he has one copy of warship, Armageddon, uh, Parallax Wave, uh, Cursed Scroll, and Crusade. And yeah. for uh, for those, yeah. apart from Geddon, he can fetch with the enlightened tutor. So the, he has flexibility, and I like that in this in this brew. So mm. he has three. Are there any reason not to play any disenchants? Because he's playing three seal of cleanse yes. and main. This I is a tap out deck. You can this is a tap out deck, so you, you don't yeah. want to sit with the instant interaction in your yep. uh, hand. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. So basically, you're just like playing it. Yeah, you have curse scroll as seconds. well. Like uh, having multiple yeah. like interaction in your hand will not work out in that. Uh, hmm. frame either so yeah I think seals are and especially when you play Armageddon and you have four Armageddon in, in your 75 like having to the ability to play out your seal preemptively and then yeah. Armageddon is like clutch so yeah what does Parallax Wave do for this deck it wins oh yeah <laughs> tell me tell me the play no but you, you have I mean, you can just control board with it. You you get so much turns. It mm. it uh, it handles like ball lightnings and um, dreadnoughts. Mm. Uh, it deals with elves whenever they get like this crazy development, uh, and you have seals. So like, it's just a clutch card basically. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. And and you can you can you can stack the the combo with seal of cleansing there. So yeah. you can you can get rid of you can make. Uh, opponent's creature vanish and doing everything on stack yeah, and right. then you sack it uh, with seal of cleansing yeah. so they will never mm -hmm. return so and defensively it's a fantastic card versus like wrath of god you just exile your own creatures in response to wrath and then they will come back uh, when the last mm -hmm. fate encounter uh, when you can't remove more fate encounters so like it's a very versatile card in this type of deck and in the cyber, we have another worship. We have uh, two disenchants. We have, uh, like, I guess the usual suspects, like mm -hmm. the torment scripts. We have three additional Geddons. Uh, we have one null rod and uh, curse scroll. One, what circle protection? Red. Okay. In red. red. And uh, there's yeah. also another card. Um, it's it's called the last breath. Uh, yeah. The last breath is an instant from Mechanian Mask and says, uh, remove uh, target creature with power two or less from the game and it's, it's control against four life. So the, my, my first thought when I thought, saw this was like, uh, is good against uh, Meddling Mage um, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. I remember playing that in Limited in some sort of sense, but it's nice. Um, yeah. um, I mentioned I, I remember that he uh, on stream said another thing as well uh, but now it I can't remember um, so you, you should cut this part but okay. the best stories like it was something interesting but he said something else I can't remember yeah I mean whatever. I mean uh, he said that he said another thing because my, my my first thought not just mine even even the other player there was like okay you, you can get rid of the meddling mage with this but then he mentioned something like I can use this because it removes from the game um, uh, mm -hmm. rather than mm -hmm. moving it to the graveyard. And he mentioned another example. So, But you should watch stream to, to see what I'm talking about because he mentioned that on stream. Mm 
Yeah. I mean, it, it matters. Hermit, hermit druid, uh, yeah. whatever, can't be reanimated as well. So, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. I mean, uh, when uh, I when I uh, interviewed Greg afterwards, I said, I, I, I asked him a very direct question. I said, what would you change in your list? And I said, I'm, uh, I'm playing around this list for a while now. I think it's well-tuned. So with the current meta, I'm not, I, I won't change anything. So I'm very happy with the list now. So, yeah, notably, he doesn't play Mox Diamonds either. No. Uh, so, yeah. It's cool. It's no metal matches. It's mono white. It's mono white. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it pulled through. It did. We should put up the pace because we haven't even covered the old school event yet. But we should mention you said, uh, Valerio, there was 10 uh, The Rock and 5 Slice. Mm -hmm. And in top 8, there's one Sly and no The Rocks. True. <laughs> so the conversion rate is better for Sly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I weren't playing, yeah. so <laughs> yeah. I need to go to Italy yes, next please. year. Yeah. Uh, and for both of you. Yeah. And um, uh, so something I I can I can I I should mention by the way is like uh, we we still haven't fixed any any date uh, anything at all. Uh, but uh, we're considering moving the event are uh, earlier during the year so not going to november anymore uh but like yeah. making it way earlier like probably before the summer something like that so um that that's okay. what we're talking yeah. um at the moment uh we're thinking uh, about yeah. uh anyway the uh, the only thing i that's want nice. to mention about the the slide deck is like uh, it's kind of an unusual kind of brew um it's not like yeah stock list slide no, uh first off he's playing well he's not playing any ball lightning and that's yep. that's that's for a, for an old slide player it's like well, context when i was a kid i was playing this criminal deck uh <laughs> criminal very criminal actually but oh. I, I was playing like wheel of fortune and fork in it so that was that was, that was oh, different nice, nice. um <laughs> uh and no fetch lines, but um, an apocalypse. Oh my god, I was playing apocalypse. But um, um, this deck is not playing ball lightning, and it's playing three ultra bubble, and uh, four sulfuric, one cursed scroll, three price of progress, which is a, quite a ball choice, and and two uh, flame rift. So sideboard is pretty much staying mm. uh, i mean apart from the third f flame rift probably against i don't know our uh, mirror i don't know um but <laughs> i love i love your mom <laughs> I, no yeah, but, I mean this deck must this deck feels so much better versus like blue white land still it, it, it yep. looks super yeah. good actually not playing the the ball lighting mm. but like sephoric vortex instead so mm. yep. yeah yes and price exactly. of progress can be Very insane. Yeah. Price of progress in pre-modern is can be really mm. detrimental, um, especially if you're playing against mm. um, combo decks, um, because the mana oh, yeah. the mana base is terrible there. So at least mm. we have you know some angles to make it more interesting. The the, mm. bur the burn one, I think. Uh, in fact, it was called burn, not sly. Uh, I think it's yeah. Been, but yeah, I think it would account this this brew would account for a sly at least in in the original sense mm. um, uh, I, it, mm. this looks super cool actually mm. I like it yeah I I think we're actually putting a lid on the old school segment <laughs> also because we're two and a half hours in and oh. it's been a blast 
Uh, we need to sleep. But I don't think we have time. We need to sleep, for, yeah. Yeah, we don't have time to talk about the old school, which I actually love talking about. Yeah, I was looking um, forward to it as well. Like, I never get to talk old school anymore on yeah. this part. It's just pre-modern. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, yeah, perfect. We have an event that has done both. We have a we have an upcoming uh, live episode soon, Sweet. I guess, Anton. You can, you, you, I mean, talk, the the top eight is. Pre- uh, Valeria, you can check in and talk about uh, on our live. Mm. I I would love to. Um, episode. I mean, the top eight is pretty much it because the the other decks are essentially Pablo's elves, and everybody knows that. With the the only thing mentioning worth mentioning there is like he was featuring the uh the cardi one as a euro champ yeah. so the flame tone uh, cabo yeah, yeah, yeah. was there uh and the other two decks were mm. the stifle not deck so they we, we already talked about so that mm. that's the top eight we yeah, covered we it, it all, all. Yeah. So, Anton, uh, we probably missed out on a lot of stuff. As always. But we talked about <laughs> a lot of stuff. But uh, otherwise, the gauntlet, what, what, what do we need to, for the listeners? Yeah, um, to... the, like, uh, US batch of uh, four players, they're taking their time. Uh, but we're mm-hmm. we're reaching top 16 now, and I played one match so far. Replenish lost sadly one two versus Pitrek oh, no. on an insane fucking random uh, factor <laughs> bottomless pit and top deck uh, war. I'm, I'm yeah, so but I, I have two decks left that both <laughs> contain lightning bolts, the card I'm most uncomfortable playing ever uh, in Promodern. But I have Mr. T and um, Sue left uh mm. and uh yeah so i think the top 16 will take pretty it would go pretty fast to conclude this one i hope it i, I think arnold wants it to be done in like before christmas at least so um yeah. keep keep an eye out because uh, and for the listeners where, where can they check uh, out if they want we to have an issue actually we should uh, probably address this but um, the main pre-modern facebook uh, group uh, whenever you post an external link to like content uh you're put into like facebook prison these days so we can't we we can't put uh, monster of the week uh, is coming up with a new episode check out this link because i yeah I, prison, I, yeah right, you're an so admin but like when i do it i get into prison and arnold is um doing uh st- he streams at uh, uh twitch blade of lanowar i think he, he calls himself but he he was put into Facebook prison by, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, just showcasing that like show look look up this match. Uh, so keep an eye out on Discord. I think is the best um, thing. Otherwise, Andrew Walker uh, also streams some matches, and the, some matches are just recorded and uploaded on Mike Arnold's um, YouTube. Yeah, and the Discord is basically yeah. called Premodern. Yeah, I guess. And uh, I think you can find all of the for whoever wants to find anything uh i think it's you can find most of this of like the facebook pages and i guess the discord server also on primordomatic.com yeah. Right? Uh, yeah yeah definitely uh, i think uh, berlin has brought, mm. uh, written a 
I, I don't know, uh, like content summary and like the big servers and whatnot. Phil Wen's guide is also out there. Mm. So like there's just ask uh, and everyone will direct you to where you need to go. Uh, I will state, yep. however, one thing that really like brew that or screw that segment when we did with uh, Anthony Harrison last time we, we, uh, mm-hmm. we did an episode. Yeah. Uh, and we talked about mug bombers. I've, yeah, you I went, went deep. deep. I've, uh, I ordered for uh, sneak attacks and like yeah. I, I was almost uh, there, and then I saw your post on the Facebook yeah. page, uh, and then I was like, well, okay, yeah, well, fine. You're already <laughs> yeah, there. You should go so. there too. But like, uh, it's fun when, um, when some just like random banter, it it entangles your brain and like you just ah oh, fuck mm-hmm. i can't i can't let this idea go so mod bombers is coming yeah, you need to try uh, it out. That, that's my next project mm-hmm. for sure uh, oh wow what, what should we call sneaky it bombers. Sneaky, yeah, bombers sneaky bombers okay. but yeah. you yeah that's a pretty good name let, that's a let, really let, let good me look for this actually. guy yeah. do, do you know how, what was the first time mod bombers was used in in this way like yeah with plenty of, of um i have no idea Okay, let me, let me look it up. I Sli- think Sliver Queen, probably? I, I no, 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 no. Um, it's, okay, it's a red card. It's another red card from probably the same set or maybe Tempest Block. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I know this because I... But for the listeners, Anton is, uh, like, you're, you're looking at four sneak attack and then basically squirrels and yeah and probably survival and because we need uh, ways to find it and uh, yeah. but we can't win without the survival and we can't win without sneak so mm. there's like mm. we need redundancy and we need other ways to win uh, but but yeah. yeah but basically it's red green at this I'm point i actually badly want black i want cabal th- therapies and like recurring nightmares uh so but okay yeah, the good thing is they are allied colors, so we can play both uh, Sulfuric Vortex, no, Sulfuric Vortex, um, <laughs> uh, Bloodstained Mire and um, uh, Wooded Foothills. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the mana base is shit, but we can play Birds of Paradise as well. And, uh, yeah. Meanwhile, I'm uh, going into the bal- balancing Ooh, nice. things. That's very cool. Uh, yeah, I played so, it yeah. once. I bought yeah. a lot of cards that I will never yes. use. Yes, <laughs> but 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 I, hopefully. So ju- just just to be them. to be clear, historically, mm-hmm. and I, and I know this because I read it by chance on a duelist uh, one day. Um, the 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 combo with Mog Bombers originally was done with Mog Infestation from Stronghold. What is Mog Infestation? Mm-hmm. Mog Infestation is a sorcery, uh, two red three uh, colorless, which says destroy all, all creatures target player controls. For each creature put into any graveyard in this way, put two goblin tokens into play under that player's control. Threat these tokens as 1-1 one, one red creatures. So, oh. essentially, since these goblin tokens comes into play at the same time, yeah. bog bombers triggers for each of those. Yeah. And that's... Wait. And that that that's how you win. <laughs> that's a pretty good, uh, I guess, side. Yeah, yeah you really versus the white weenie decks or something like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. 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 How, how much? What was the converted mono cost? Five. Was yeah. Five three, or three, six or three and two red. Five. 
Sneak attack into yeah. symbiotic worm and mug bombers. Five is nice. Okay-ish, I guess. By yeah. the way, sneak attack is, okay. is on my radar as well. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna try in a deck in a, in, a, in in one of those crazy no. deck I'm playing. Yeah. I kind of I'm I'm I don't really like the combo decks, but I kind of love sneak attack. I mean, so. sne sneak attack is one yeah. of those cards that hasn't really at all been figured out in pre-modern still. Uh, no, so no. like yeah. Um, yeah, and yeah, show yeah, and tell. Sure. You, that's one of your options yeah. for the. We, you you meant you you landed on uh, survival, but yeah, I mean there there's so many options. Natural order, academy rector, yeah. like mm. there's so many, mm. or just plain goblins basically. Yeah. Uh, red black goblins would. Uh, <laughs> so take away the. No 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 no, but you can play mock bombers and goblins. then do like patriarch <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no. or living death or anything like that. I think the cool discovery you did with that card and now valeria you are bringing on some uh, one-sided uh, kind of cool interaction. Uh, when i was listening to the podcast last five week. five is a bit <laughs> yeah. steep though when i was listening to okay. the pod last, la <laughs> podcast last week i was like yeah i know this i know this i should say this <laughs> 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 but, um, okay. it's talking about combo decks uh another thing i, I should mention is on Sunday, so the second day of the of the fest, we had this little pre-modern main for those players not willing to uh, to play old school uh, or like yeah. wanting to play uh, even more pre-modern the next day. So we, we ended up being like 12, uh, 12 players. Um, we had like four rounds of Swiss. And nice. in, uh, fun fact, uh, uh, Mitya, uh, who was uh, the supporting uh, vendor this year for us, uh was was also playing and he was playing like a, a green green white uh Terageddon. and he was complaining all the time because he was playing chris buddhism uh list and he was like no this list is, this list is terrible i don't like this but the fun fact is not this one the 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 fun fact is uh michia and jama were the only two players not playing combo decks <laughs> So, <laughs> and 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 Mitya was like, "Oh my god, this is combo deck again! I don't want to play anymore." <laughs> yeah, well, he kind of don't like yeah, playing magic, yeah. so <laughs> he just wants to collect and. But, but he stuff, he actually picked pre-modern over old school to play. Mm, but yeah. he plays so much old school, so maybe yeah. like yeah. I guess so. I he figured out that the old school tournament would be. Pretty much no, much longer no. <laughs> if you play no. twelve players. Okay, so we're we're digging deep into the Italian uh, modern uh, nationals, and uh, I I'm really glad that we had Thank you on, you. Valerio. Thanks you for uh, joining us. Thank you. That's Thank that's you, actually an, an honor being here. I love you guys so much, and and I love everything you do, you do, and uh, for for the community and for the format. So and uh, thank you very much for having me. Yes. Thank you, and uh, I'm thanking you uh, for <laughs> Anton's sake also because you're a big part of the community, Anton. And thank yeah, 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 yeah. Thank, yeah, you, thank you, guys, and uh, thank you, Valeria, for like um, <laughs> putting us on. Uh, yeah, thank you, thank letting you. us uh, do commentary on your big tournaments. Like it's super cool. So, yeah. yeah. Keep it up. Keep it up. Uh, bye out there. Ciao. Ga -ga. Bye -bye. Ciao, ciao. Bella.
La strada è lunga ed è difficile, chissà quale.